to seven o'clock. <laughs> that was it. We are live, y'all. Oh, All right. That offbeat during that. That's why I chose the music. I chose tomorrow. You got offbeat drum. I dig how they use the hi hat and then they use this the uh bass at the yeah. end. I love that. No, that, yeah, that tune is awesome. Phil. Yeah, I love that, man. I love that tune it. is awesome. It's fucking so hello, hello, week uh, 19, podcast 19. Good job, right? Welcome to podcast 19. Isn't that bad, us guys? The law of vibration weeks. today. So, which you know what? When you said that, I was like, "That's the only part we haven't covered, man." Yeah, we that did, one. And I think that there's the one more. Is there one more after it? One more, right? What else? We have gender that we haven't discussed. Yeah, yet. we haven't done gender yet. No gender, right? We got to get um, there. <laughs> we did polarity. Yeah, we did, we did rhythm. Yeah, we, we did, did rhythm. We did the, the way. We did the law. We did of the cause way. and effect. Yeah, we did cause and effect. Oh wait, we haven't done uh, all is mind yet. Let us know out there in comments if, we? if right all is mind. Mentalism. Well, I mean, yeah. that's really the the main that's rule the, is all is mind. Yeah. yeah. Right. Did we yeah, we did all everything is mental. So that was yeah. kind of the same. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, everything is mental. Right. Right. Everyone is normal. Is we can still ring it out better. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Everything's mental. I'm thinking everyone's mental, man. It just. Yeah, I mean, really, <laughs> really, we are. Right. Don't, I don't know. If there's such a thing as singing the song, right? I'll start going to the to the Monty Python with every sperm is safe. <laughs> that was a great movie, man. Those guys were, oh, those guys were insane back in the day. They were it all such art. That Twitter, was the life of Brian. Well, actually, what's, what's John Cleese isn't doing too bad, but um, yeah, there's still name? there's Eddie, a few of them still alive. John Cleese is still I don't alive. Know, there's a couple Eddie of them still, like, still alive. Like they're working for that dark side, which entertainment, you know, it's right. It is, but. And then what's his name? Uh, uh, the the guy that was in A Fish Called Wanda with John Cleese. Um, I can't think of his name. The only one they lost was uh, was oh, Jamie Lee guy. Curtis. Yeah, the one with Jamie Lee Curtis. The the the, the guy that played because um, Otto was was Mandy Patinkin, but the guy who played um, oh what was the other character's name? He was the one that like was trying to kill, kill the old lady, father. kill all the dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. Didn't he was right. he was an animal lover. All right, let's get let's get on topic here, right? So let's start. Let's Quiet, get this Leo, started. Get on topic. Um, and it's going to get interesting because we're going to be in different locations, same locations. We're going to try to make this work. I've got my phone right. set up so we can hopefully, you know, keep doing this every week. Right. And anyway, so well, if you have a, we're, if we're if on the principle of vibration. Can, my 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 phone could do the five G if I were nowhere in the middle of nowhere too. Yep. As long as you know what I mean. So you guys should be able to do it with yourself. Gotta find you gotta right. find it on the map where you where you're close to a cell tower. And most of the time, like I have t a T Mobile line and I have a Verizon right. line, and those so those should be able to kind of balance each other out. Right. So if one right, you think so? Yeah, work, be right, the right. other one's gonna work, right? Theoretically, right. okay. Get it. 
theoretical so, in theory. They say this is the third law of vibration, so we've done them in just we haven't done them. In we've order. done yeah. Um, nothing rests. Everything moves. Everything vibrates. The principle of vibration states that nothing in the universe is at rest. Everything vibrates. Everything is in motion. Vibration is in everything. From the tiniest molecule to the biggest rock in physical and biological systems, we find vibration in matter, energy, light, and sound. In physics, vibration is often called oscillation. Right. Either a movement back and fro, as in the swing of the pendulum, or random vibrations, are exhibited in the, the Bromian movement. Right? Yeah. Brownian movement. It can be described by three factors. Amplitude, size, the frequency rate, and the phase or timing. So occultists state that the difference in rate and character of vibration determine the different planes of being. Uh, seeing the highest plane as that with the highest rate of vibration. So when we say raise your vibration, that's what we're talking about. Yep. You know, get your vibration, get vibrating higher, and you're going to find, and we've seen this in music. You do, like you have a different, whole different, yep. do, I do feel like I jump kind of different. Uh, timelines? Or not timelines, dimensions as I do this, or planes of right. existence. Yeah, right. So principal vibration is, anyway, let me finish this. Every mental and or emotional state has its own rate of vibration, yes. the knowledge of which could enable a skilled person to influence at will. Yes. Remember that last part and don't take advantage of it because you will get the cause and effect. Yes. <laughs> you know, there will be a there will be a hell to pay for that, so to speak. Yeah, yeah you gotta be careful when you're when you're messing with uh, okay, for example, guys, uh the Atlanteans messed with the vibration of three, six, and nine, and they stopped the motion of perpetual motion of the planet. <laughs> destroying their civilization yeah. by messing with the vibration in the wrong way. So you got to be careful when it comes yeah. to vibrations yeah. of the natural well, which, universe. Which is kind of what they're doing right now. That vibration, yeah, that vibration is what they're putting out in the airwaves, what they're putting in the news, what they're putting on mainstream media. And this is our counter. To it. And so every one of us is speaking about, hey, this is not the way. The way is here. That's unnatural. That's not, that's, that's made up like, yep just synthetic bullshit to yep. keep our minds enslaved yep this is what we're trying to do is yeah free you from those mind those chains in the mind right so you can allow but you know people have got to get out of that fear state but yeah. understanding when you vibrate to vibrate at a higher level you need to be able to see the truth and accept it and do what you need to do whatever you feel like you need to do from that point but it's accepting that truth and not being afraid of it like no there's no such thing as boogeyman there's no such thing as bad things happening or bad people. right because <laughs> people put themselves in that dissociative state because of this. This is what most of us do. Well, it's is your reality in your way. You know, right. people say, "Well, there's nothing we can do about it. politicians or politicians, right? Or oh, bad people are bad people. There's nothing we can do about it." No, there is something we can do about it, guys. Yeah. We don't have to. We don't have to buy into it. That's right. that's what Aaron is talking about with putting yourself in that denial state. That's yeah. being subjective. Yeah. You're subjecting and subservient to their will by right. accepting and allowing them to be that way right? right yeah so we have to be careful um, of our vibration and be and be uh, uh mindful of the vibration that others are trying to force on yes us. right yep 
Well, when you when you kind of start to understand, which is, I think, why I talk about the mind so often. Mm -hmm. it, I mean, it really does determine like just everything, and and you have the control to change it at any time, right? So, in, even if you can't change someone else, you can understand it enough to know what action you need to take to not engage or get lost in, but understand and be able to maybe do something about, right? Right. So I, just so you guys know, we, we came up with the other day, I was, uh, I was live on Monday, uh, and we came up with, because Michael Tellinger, uh, back yeah. in the day, about seven years ago, he said, I don't stand under anyone, so I hate that word, understand. And right. we couldn't come up with a, with a vernacular that worked. He would always say, I get that. Well, one of the people in Comprehend. the audience said, understand. Understand. So you don't, you don't understand you something, go. you understand that, which right. means I get it inside. And it's also bringing the the whole ideology back to you have to actually get something to understand it. It has to be in your mind. The, so I love that. I'm going to use it all the time now. Understand instead of understand. It's the whole, the whole concept. That. The whole concept of it is a standing for something. Okay, so yeah. even though you comprehend something, doesn't mean you stand for it. Right. Right. Okay. So whenever you understand, it's like understand your place, you little fucking maggot. Yes, I, I understand. I'll lower my head and, and do, right. yeah. and do, do what you, you want. stand under me? Because that's basically what right, I'm asking. Right, right. Do Absolutely. you believe what I'm telling you? I'm forcing my will on you. They, they Are pull you down submissive? their glasses and they say, do you me? understand? Yeah. Exactly. No, it's co I comprehend your idea. Now, uh, yeah. that being said, fuck you. I don't agree with it. But uh, right, I, I don't do agree with it. I get what you're saying, yeah. and I have to call a bullshit card on that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I can't read. And I will not underwrite or understand at all. Right, right. That's... So, yes, I love the understand because that means you actually get it and you agree right. with it. But right. if you yeah. don't agree with it, then you don't understand it. You get it. I get what you're saying. That doesn't yeah. mean anything. Yeah, that's just right. I, I well, heard again, you. like, I think a lot of us don't understand that understand. Well, get it is also like comprehend, comprehend is actually better to use for this. Comprehend is a better Our, The vibrations coming from us and us putting in the vibrations that we put out, that is part of comprehension. So yes. somebody can talk to me um, and have a totally backhanded way of saying it. Right. And not mean it, right? Like mean to actually be a shithead about it. And then like right. somebody else can say something to me, the same phrase, but with a different tone and different vibration, they mean right. something different. Right. Absolutely. You have people that are very passive aggressive. I had a, a friend of mine who she would always say, I'll let you do this. And I would look yeah. at her and go, wow, how did you know I really wanted to do that? I was just waiting for you, you yeah. to give me permission, permission to do that. To do that. <laughs> to do something that you wanted me to do. To do something that you wanted me to do. And that would piss her off. And she would shut up. And I'm like, stop being passive aggressive. If you want me to do something, ask me. Don't say, I'll let you change the channel right. i'll let you answer yeah. the phone don't do yeah, that that's coming that's coming from a place of control and yeah. power yeah okay and right. and so that's that's something that can't ever be accepted because we have free will now we like i'm trying to write down in the, in the book is we have an influence on other people we cannot control other people but we right. can help the information that they process so that they can comprehend different things you know so that they don't have to understand they can actually right. grasp it they can get it yeah. they can improve themselves if they want to or not right. it's up to them um and it's not uh you know it's not me obligating oh i gave you some advice that means you have to take it no i gave you right. some advice if you want to 
you know, possibly like to take it or leave it, go right ahead. And it's um, it's up to you. Now, that's the whole thing. We cast seeds out there. Now, do we really want uh, to make sure that and we'll cultivate? If we want to make sure that those seeds really are going somewhere, then we'll till the weeds and we'll we'll turn the soil and we'll make sure that there's fertilizer in that seed to make sure that it grows. But then you're focusing on one seed. We're not focusing on one seed here. Um, we, we have um, lots of viewers that are following in. And what we're doing is we're passing out the residents. We're giving them seeds to plant. Yep. So that they can plant and take care and cultivate. In their and own make expression, in their own vibration. If yeah. they want. Exactly. So we're just handing out seeds is what yeah. we're doing. So what happens to them? Sometimes birds will eat them. You know, sometimes weeds will overgrow them. Sometimes, you know, they'll be in the, the stones and, you know, they'll get some roots and wither away in two, three days. Yeah. That happens. But that doesn't mean that we stop casting seeds. Well, and the good thing about that is if a bird eats flipped. the seed, usually it comes out the way it went in unless they break it open for food. And oh, then got... they deposit it somewhere else while they're flying. <laughs> I have, I have trees. I have trees growing on my roof um, because the birds, and they're not trees that I have from around here. The birds ate the uh, ate the seeds somewhere else, right. the fruit, and then they yeah. came to their roost. They're roosting in the trees over my over my house, and all of a sudden, you know, I've got their seeds growing mm -hmm. on my roof. Yep. Um, so yeah, they'll bring things over and, and they'll expand them and, and everything else. So sometimes you got to let people, you know, digest your stuff and shit it out. You know, that's right. the way it can actually grow too. You know, right. And that's the proverbial or the proverbial vibration, uh, that is the, the, the macro or the microcosm to the macrocosm of a bird eating a seed in one place and shitting it out somewhere else and depositing that they actually call it that there's the, the depositor. Uh, yeah. it, you know, that's a depositor tree, meaning we didn't try to plant that. Some bird ate something and dropped the seed there right. in their poop and it grew. So, yeah. Well, that likes like the wind, right? The wind pisses me off. If there's a breeze, I'm cool. And if you're out sailing, I'm, of course, if you want the wind. But right, the wind pisses me off, but the wind carries all those seeds, carries them all across the ground or, or over right. sometimes miles, you know. Removes the brush and, and dirt. <clears throat> yeah, removes all the dirt, just like the rain does. You know, yeah. these are natural ways of... Filtering, filtration you know. and, and 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 you know keeping the cycle of life going it pulls mm -hmm. the stuff out of the sky and puts it into the ground it becomes nutrients yeah. for other things unless of course the humans are involved and then we have acid rain and poisonous shit that we put into the ground is it just me or have you guys noticed the geoengineering lately like really bad like you guys have you guys have been driving around and, and everything else and you've actually noticed that Oh man, I everywhere. like I almost so weeks. many that they're like in geometric patterns. They right. really are. That's what they look like. Yeah. Well, they are. Like these yeah. fuckers are putting spells in the sky. Yeah. They are. They, 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 it's, it's writing. That is not, you're not playing. Sure. Um, and they got their, their own little chemicals that they're doing, but it's, yep. the chemicals are one thing, but the symbols are another. And the placement yeah. of them as well. Because yep. they know where something's there that they don't want people to see. And so they got to make sure that you're focusing down here on the clouds and not up there. On something above yeah yeah you know, here not, i'm not sure where the where that user well, sometimes is the soil comes permission. To you, right? they're either in australia or in some desert right like arizona new mexico texas or they're over in australia or they're in somewhere in egypt or somewhere right and it just brings dirt man well, it removes it for some <laughs> right. but unfortunately gathers it up for others you know i mean it does got to go somewhere well that's the ecosystem that has to work one thing it's like the butterfly effect when you have rain or too much rain in one area 
it floods everything. And what does it do? It washes all the uh, stuff away. It changes the landscape, but it renews yep. the landscape in the same sense. Same thing with fire. Same thing with earthquakes. You ever floods, seen a forest fire that after a forest fire, how like two years after it, yeah. how beautiful and green it is because yeah. it's killed all of that old Brush. dried out shit. Well, and then, then what happens is the chemical, and I know this because of being in working in, in uh, pools and spas, when the fire burns, the chemical that is the smoke is is miracle grow for all plants. Yeah. So, and then the charcoal is as well. So ash, you have yep. the leftover mm -hmm. charcoal that's burnt out, and then yep. when the ash hits the ground, that's miracle grow for plants. So, yep. so that the the renewal it burns out, like you said, all of the old stuff, and the death of the old stuff becomes food, superfood yep. for new for, for new stuff. life. Yeah, yeah. So whenever there was fires here in California, which happened every season, we who are pool operators, especially pool and spas that are outdoors, we're just in, in just hating it because if there's smoke in the air, algae is going to grow in the pool because yeah. that's superfood yeah. for algae. So it's like adding mm -hmm. miracle growth to the algae. And so if it gets to a certain degree, to, you know, like exactly. I know with my plants, I have to test the water and I have to test the pH and the nitrogen. Yeah. And you want it just right. Like when, yep. like I want fish, I want to do aquaponics, but anybody that yep. has had a fish tank knows this. Yep. You have to keep that water straight and get it ready before you can even put fish in. You need to get it to yep. this place where it does start to grow algae right. and yeah. it starts to grow its own little, its own little ecosystem. Um, ecosystem. Yes. Before putting fish in. I mean, I just killed a bunch of fish because. Yeah. You actually have to I force the water to the, reach um, equilibrium. Water bubble. will try to do that on its own. But yes, we yes. sanitize water so that the water you get out of the tap or if you use water that's uh, this distilled to fill your fish tank, there's yes. no bacteria. You have well, to introduce he, yeah. that culture into the water. He was convinced uh, or upsold on an air system, a filter system for the fish, right. which yeah, I, got, I believe I was way too much because every single one of those fish died from an air pocket. There was too many bubbles in the water. Too the many bubbles were... in the water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah too right, much so air will kill the fish. Yeah. And so that's the thing. How do I how do I keep that tank? Because now I'm, I'm working on lot three and, and I was going to post the uh, video. I told you that about uh, yesterday, didn't I, Aaron? I was going to post the video. Well, I can't yes. for another week now. So oh, shit. you got you got strike. <laughs> I got a strike on last week's show. Not I mean, last you can just go out. Just put them on fucking rumble anyway. That's right. no, I, I will. Yeah. Anyway. No, I, I started off on rumble. It's just that there was no viewers over there yet. Um, right, but so, you have people now that follow you and watch you. So, no, well, get that crew that like crew that that's really what get them what to I, understand like, your more attention to the people that actually give you love and actually else. give you support. Right, those people will fucking support you for years, dude. Yeah. Like we all know this. Like there's people that are willing. Like Kathy's right here. That's one of them. Right. Um, like us right? being able to work with Tammy's even been guys, Linda Winger. Really. Like yeah, these people, these are yeah. like the heart and soul of what we're doing. Right. You know, Denise right. Bertucci, another one. Like mm -hmm. those people, when you focus, like mm -hmm. that's really the ones that are here because they give a shit and they yeah. care and they care mm -hmm. about what we're saying. And right. uh, yeah. their vibration is on the same as, as ours. Right. Right. Julie says that nit nitrogen boost, that's what happens when you have fire that burns uh, and the smoke is rich in nitrogen. My buddy, yeah. who was a landscaper by trade, he owned his own company. He would go to people's houses and he would say, you know, we're, we're you know, trying to schlep to get I can make your grass green and all this. And he'd go out and he'd and he'd shake out nitrogen in the, in the lawn. And the lawn would turn green overnight. And they'd be like, wow, what did you do? You're yeah. hired. And he was like, I just threw nitrogen on the lawn and it grew overnight because that's what it does. It's superfood. Well, what was Mike? Mike was asking something before we get going. He was asking me how to prepare something. 
Right, and I was going to answer that, and then I saw what she said here. Uh, and I'll give you the best of my ability, but I just killed a bunch of fish, so. But, but I figured out what it was. Our why, plants why are loving that air and that murderer. oxygen, right? So, Terrible, I mean, dude. it works in one place. It just didn't work for It what? was too small of a tank for all the air that it was getting. But you know what's right. working perfect in my hydroponic system? Yes. Like right. that shit. Beautifully. Because I've got a tank that I can put the bubbles in there. What's that? How big was the tank and, and how big a fish? It was only like a three gallon. Yeah, it's just a little three gallon tank. Okay. No, I, I actually want to. I want to put a uh, pool down. No, I need to build one, and so that's the whole thing. I want to do it out of uh, concrete, but in the in the beginning, I'll do it out of uh, tarp. Why? Because right now, time's running out. Um, the, all the plans to do it the the perfect way that I I'd already set out and everything else don't have time for that. But I need those fish and, and I need those greens because yeah. uh, shit's hitting the wall really fucking quick. And yeah, but right. if you want to oxidize the water and not over oxidize it, just have, just make yourself a natural waterfall. Yeah. The water okay. itself falling from a certain distance, exactly. even yeah, this funny. high, yeah. it, it, it'll hit the water and it'll force to oxygenation to saturate the water. And just give them some yeah. like run up, like so that's got to be big enough to where they can actually go chill in like the fast running water, but there's not a lot of bubbles. Yeah, that's okay. what they like to. That's what they thrive in. That is that good, yep. good current because the water coming really down fast. is going to create the the oxygenation. Yeah, the oxygenation, uh, and then the then the, the, the yeah, amount of water pump. that pushes is going to yeah. oxidize the rest of the water. Like Aaron said, the the speed is cool. They're okay with it. It's just yeah. the over. If there's too many bubbles, then there's too much for their gills. Well, they're well, all going they up to eat. They're just swallowing bubbles. They're just swallowing air. So it's like they were goldfish, dude. Goldfish can live in a tank with no filter. I dude, we left a goldfish and went to Tahoe for like two weeks. Came back and that fucking goldfish was still alive, dude. No problem, healthy as hell. Like we didn't feed it; it just it probably ate its own shit. But you know, well, see, yeah, my my objective my like, objective is it was to there. have my tilapia, and so I need them to run in twenty four seven. Circulate it through like a hydroponic hardy, system. Yeah, exactly. Keep running yeah. through. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah, just I'm excited about. about like, and that way you get the water coming back. And if it's at yeah. a yeah. one or two percent slope coming in, it's going to create a good waterfall that'll oxygenate it. And if there's not right. enough oxygen at one end, they'll move themselves. But if you if you pull from He's, the end that is, you know, you're pulling the water out from the end you're you're pulling the water towards it so if you know right. that there's a long ways from where the waterfall is to the other end but you don't want to worry about the fish at that end you pull the water you want to be able to catch and let it push yeah the oxygenation yes that's perfect but what what you want to be able to catch is that solid waste so you need a filter before it goes back into the water that gets pumped back into the tank yeah right. you, you want to make sure you're catching all that solid waste yeah. with the filter well, see, that's why we designed it. That's in my book, and I, a buddy of mine did this as well. You design a trough, and you grow yeah. food in it. And so the trough filters all the poop out as it goes downhill, exactly. and then it gives you nothing you but clean water yep. going exactly. back into the fish tank. Yep. And it pulls yep. all the poop and everything and puts it into the food that you're growing for you to eat and for I mean, you to throw yeah. into if the tilapia really or feed to, the chickens or whatever you're doing. old thing that all, none of us pay attention to, but it has so many great uses, and it's called – See that? It's like the Terry. Uh, what is it called? Damn it! Now I don't remember. It's like a cheese cloth. Yeah, cheese cloth. You use it bunched up, but then you want to mm -hmm. use charcoal, like we were just talking about. So you want a charcoal filter, and then a cheesecloth filter, something that catches that hard hard waste, and then like, you want charcoal at the end through, after right? the hard waste has been caught, goes through the charcoal and cleans that water. But that water still has all that nitrogen in it for the greens. Yeah, yeah you like could all, use you uh, diatomaceous earth. Buy any you could use sand. Um, we use sand filters for a long time uh, yeah. here in this country, and they got away from I that with the diatomaceous here. earth. 
uh, that's better. People actually eat that, can ingest that stuff. If you make an NFT system that just a tubing, just tubing, if you make that system, you don't need any of that shit. You don't need – all you do is put that put that um, that root in the water. As long as it's getting water all the time, mm-hmm. it's going to fucking just thrive, dude. I'll, I'll take some more pictures of the plants that yeah, I that's, here. that's the hydroponic. You, yeah, you, yeah. you got the current flowing through the root system. And the nutrients, yeah. they're getting them straight. I mean, it's good. We're going to grow in soil because when we move on land, we're going to need to to get rid of a lot of the waste. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, my, my thing is that anytime I've got a garden back here that I had to hoe this last week, uh, actually two days ago. But um, what happens is that just the weeds overgrow everything because yeah. it's yeah. too good. Everything grows. And so I, in yeah. the hydroponic system, I can control right. what's growing there, you know, right. without all the other shit going going on. And that's one of the things that I want to do with the hydroponics. And, 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 and that's and that's the beauty of hydroponics and aquaponics. Aquaponics just means you're putting fish in there. Right. So. And, you it's like use, a, and tilapia, for some ecosystem. reason, I guess they're the right. best for that shit. Like they just oh, well, yeah, because they, they eat residue. But somebody yeah. told me, why do you want to be eating a bottom feeder? That's going to be bad for you, uh, eating bottom feeder fish all the time. No, Got to learn how to prepare it. Not necessarily. They try to, is my okay, favorite. Okay, here's the deal, bro. I look up I tilapia in the American market for sale. Right now, tilapia is the same price as salmon. Yeah. That's got to tell you something. You can buy it's catfish. You can buy trout cheaper. Yep. And and Pollock cheaper than tilapia, which is considered a garbage fish by most people. And well, you got to find out what is it that I'm sure where where Mike is in this country, not around perfect. the world. And around the world, but that's, that's the cool thing about tilapia. tilapia is the essential food. You can use right. salmon, you can use trout, you can use uh, catfish, whatever you want to use. But tilapia is like works everywhere, like any right. climate. Yeah, but the problem with that fish. though is there's laws so that, yeah. here in the state of California because we're above a certain line in the uh, above the equator. They won't yeah. let you use. They won't let you farm tilapia up here. You can oh, only shit. do bass and trout here in the in California this far. Why is north. that? Because they, that our government decided that. Yeah. Why? For the same reason Bullshit. they outlawed the uh, moringa oleifera tree, which is called the, the the you know the chicken tree, which is that tree by itself, one tree in every household. And nobody has to buy any freaking carrots. No one has to buy a banana. No one has to buy a date. No one has to buy any uh, salad because the one tree by itself, you can eat everything. The root, the skin, the bark, every part of the tree you can consume. And it has more nutrients than most of the foods that we get in the store. What's the name of that that one? uh, Moringa oleifera. Moringa oleifera. You can grow it there and you probably have some and don't know it. They grow like 30 feet a month. Not a joke. If you don't trim it in six months, it's like it's like sixty feet tall and huge. So, but you consume every part of it, and yeah. they they call it the the uh, the chicken leg tree or the chicken tree in in Southeast Asia. It will save the planet from starvation. That in tilapia, and that's what people do in Southeast Asia is they farm tilapia, they grow the moringa oleifera tree, and then they have uh, other plants and they and other things, chickens and and all of that. And that's how we learned about it here in the West. That's how I learned about it. I copied their method, had them teach me their method. Most of us preppers that are world preppers and not just living within the bounds. Well, then when we try to do it in Pittsburgh, California, which is 30 miles east of San Francisco, we were told by law we couldn't grow tilapia. So we had to use, we did trout and and, uh, largemouth bass because those are native to this area. Yeah. No tilapia. They're afraid like duckweed. They outlawed duckweed because if you have duckweed introduced into a lake, it will cover the entire lake 
forcing the leg to go into equilibrium. Well, we don't want it to be completely into equilibrium, well, covered, even though that food is a superfood. Right. Even though duckweed is a superfood that everyone can eat, you can eat it as a salad, and it has. I heard about that. I mean, you know, I've never got into duckweed, but I've heard about it. What's that? There's a guy on TikTok that he really like. He grows it, or he's he really cultivates it, or talks about it. He gets into it. He's he makes little medicine bags too. He just lives in the Everglades, and he just he'll do TikToks like live TikToks and just talk about it. But yeah, it's cool that this is being a pirate right here, y'all. If you haven't. This is what we're talking that's about. We're that's talking what about, I put in my book. I talked about that stuff in my book. Yes. You, guys can, can you guys get that on Kindle. I think it might be out of physical print right now because I'm not paying those assholes right now to print it. But you can get it on Kindle for five bucks. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, duckweed, uh, Moringa oleifera. We tried to grow some in Arizona because we're far enough south in Arizona and Phoenix. Uh, but the Phoenix, the, but the Arizona state government outlawed them. There were some that were being grown in the city of Phoenix, and they outlawed it. Why? Because it's a tree that if we, everyone has one in their yard, Greens they it won't up. starve to death. Yeah. So they can't have that. They have That's to weird. eradicate it and don't tell people about That's it. That's weird. But you know what? You can grow, grow some good citrus shit, I'm sure, down in Arizona, right? Yeah. You're from and Arizona. Peter, so I'm going to be looking at you no for idea a lot of uh, what you can grow in that desert. Everybody thinks that the desert is is this barren wasteland. That they want you, you know, to live. Yep. Right. There's, have, oh, man, there's so much life underground as well. Yes. And there's tons of stuff that you can do. And why? Because life proliferates What, no matter what it does. It hides itself yep. from the problems. And in the desert, it's the extreme heat and the lack of rain. So, where yep. does humidity? As far away from the surface as possible. So you dig in a little bit into the sands of the desert, and you're going to find lots right. of stuff. Yeah. Well, and that's really what we should be doing yeah. is greening I mean, the desert, right? You've heard that the water's underground. Yep. yep. That's the whole thing. Uh, the, the, one of the things that we can do is stop expanding the deserts, and our current lifestyle and the way that we do things is expanding deserts because we consume a lot of water. We do not recycle it. We don't. Uh, we, we take it away from other areas, and our agrarian system is killing – um, the, the fish in, in the rivers and the, in rain, the estuaries. Why? Because they they have no oxygen there because of all the nitrogen from the fertilizers that run off and everything else. So yeah. there's there needs to be a certain basis and balance that we can actually find. Now, do I sound like areas, bro, where they have to? If you go to Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas, especially uh, and parts of Nevada, they've changed their whole. In Arizona, the only water that the state of Arizona gets is from the monsoon season, the monsoon rain. So one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent of all water during the monsoon season is recycled and filtered and brought back for the people to drink. Without the monsoon season, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas would have no water. So they've learned. The state of California, I agree with you, bro. I've been complaining. My uncle, he was actually my cousin, but we called him uncle. He was my grandfather's nephew. He literally helped design the waterways in the state of California. And in 1974, when he was going to retire, he said, this system that you guys have accepted is 35 years out of date now. And if you don't do something about the levees in the state of California, they're going to fail utterly. And they were like, thank you, Charles. Aren't you retiring? So they, they didn't care. And now all of a sudden we have Orville Dam broke in 2016 and the levees are yeah. all breaking whenever the, there's too much rain. And now they're scrambling to shore up the system that in 1975, my cousin who designed most of the dams and waterways in the state of California, Arizona, and, uh, and uh, Nevada, no joke, working for the Agricultural Department of the United States, when he retired, he said, you guys are way outdated. You need to do something now progressively to fix this. And here we are. 
right? Here we are. What is that? Seven, you know, uh, uh, 40, 50 years later, 60 years later, and they still haven't done anything. And he warned them when he retired. So the yeah. system here is bad. It's broken. They don't recycle any water. They it just really let it run yeah, back yeah. out to the ocean. And then all of a sudden we have a, a drought because there's not enough rain. If they recycled all the water like these states or deserts did, we would never have a drought. They don't ever have a drought. And it's a desert for fuck's sake. Right. But see, what they do is they they can't recycle it because they have to use it for the big city centers. Those big Magalopolis has a lot of golf courses, dude. Whoa. Oh, those those golf courses, they don't even use, they don't, they just, they don't use any. Like it's yellow grass, but it'll grow. Like grass is hardy, it'll grow. But dude, I've worked on a golf course. Holy shit. You know how much water they use? Like, dude, they water two or three times a day. And that's the whole course. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got 18 holes of all that course, dude. Oh my god, that is such a waste of water. Well, but they charge so much money. The rich people are the ones who go yeah. to the country club. They just yeah. waste everybody else's stuff. They don't care about the ecosystem. They don't yeah. care about us. They don't care about no, the no, land. No. Oh, you, care there's about the an ecosystem there, but it's like they're trying to qu- create this whole swampy place. And sometimes in desert areas, especially like links courses in Arizona and shit, you see those like there's all this green in the middle, which is good greening the desert. However, you're using a lot of water to do that when we can catch a lot of that water. Like, how about let the nature take care of that course? Like, if it gets yellow, let it, it be yellow. yellow. I'll play up. Dude, I've played in snow before. Snow rules. It lands right. in the snow. You just move it out of the snow a little bit. No further to the hole. Right? Or when it was frozen ground. Right. You know, like, it, there's way. I think we were we started this conversation with and this show with allowing nature to take its course, like not allowing others to try to force nature right. into something else or try to conserve where they really shouldn't be conserving, yeah. you know, and <clears throat> which conservation we need it. That's for sure. But there's so many, so much bureaucracy and corruption yes. that we've, yeah. they're fucking things up. I couldn't even find a place to camp within a hundred miles, like radius right. because it was so private. Like, and there's plenty, like we were just talking about, you know, there's, there shouldn't, shouldn't have that problem you know no, what i mean agreed, I right well you know there I mean, was a we movie, have so much land there was a movie with Clint rains, Eastwood. We're, not even, we're wasting it we're wasting a lot of the resources that come in we're not like you see people out in arizona for that monsoon season they're collecting rain they're yep. collecting like off their ship they're using those like uh what do they call those ones where they got the slant roof and it's a yeah. metal roof, and they're just they're just draining it right into their you know into their catchment system. Yeah, and you know what was happening for those people who were living off the grid doing that? They were being like sued. Trouble. They're being sued by the yeah. by some of the Democrats in the state government yeah. because they call they claim the United States owns that air, so they own the water mm-hmm. that comes down, and you're illegally taking the yeah. water away well, from no America. We are the United yeah. States. Just mm-hmm. remember that when somebody wants to tell you something, yeah. right? We are the right. United States. We make right. the rules. They don't. Yeah. Right, but, but see, they're low. they're under, but they're under Marxist uh, indoctrination. Yes, yes. they Corrupted. think the system. Indoctrination, yes. They, and I know anyone, anyone that thinks some religion the system, out there that thinks they can do these things, but guess what? We're all sovereign, no matter what we believe. So exactly, no matter what country you can we're go in. ahead and believe nope. that if you we're want to. Aliens. Right, right. Yeah. However, anyone that actually believes the system has the right to impose its will on others no. exactly. is just wrong. Period. Because Amen. this that the reason that we actually got together and said we want to be a community is because we all respect each other and we all want to get along. Not because yeah. we want to centralize power and have some other fucking asshat tell us right. how to live our lives. 
You right. stay your shit over there. I'm going to keep doing my stuff over here and you can fuck off. Okay. Any more of that shit. And, you know, I. Now, there are, some, there are some exceptions for me, which is like, don't shit <coughs> woods too much because people are going to get sick. That's how, you know, that's how we have these the actual real pandemics and epidemics. Yeah. Right. That's how that starts. Yeah. You know, from dirty and just. You know, making sure we take care of our waste, making sure you we, take, we don't dump and pollute. Stuff. You know, All those kind of rules, those are there for a reason. But however, it's not it's not that way anymore. It's went so well, see, far. The thing is, shitting, shitting in the woods is one thing. If you actually, and people knew this like thousands of years ago, you always have a little shovel with you. Right, yeah. bury it. Because yeah. even, even fucking cats know how to bury their fucking yeah, shit. Sure. You have Animals to work on it. And if you're going to wipe yourself, make sure it's biodegradable. Yeah, they used to use leaves once upon a time ago, right? Biodegradable, yeah. or throw it in the garbage. Like I said, right? compost. Do dude, something that's, that's original compost, right there. Well, that's you know, that is one of the compost. things I remember when I was a kid. One of the things that was going around was that America was just completely beside themselves because the Germans were using human waste for fertilizer. Oh my god, works so well. And I'm it's like, amazing. that's the best kind of fertilizer. The we best. Eat, it right? is the eat best. All kinds it's of best. shit out, all kinds of great stuff, man. We, animals eat crap food that gives them cancer over right. time. We eat better food unless you're American, and then you have to really watch it. Otherwise, they give you the same shit now that gives you cancer right. over time. But the food that we eat is better than the food animals eat because they scavenge for whatever they can get unless they're living off other animals, yeah. right? And then they're they're doing a little bit better. But the truth is. Our, our poop is better. That's why I loved in that movie, The Martian, when he was like, yes, I cooked shit from my own shit. <laughs> I grew shit from my own shit. Yes, I did. They also eat their own poop for many numerous reasons. Sometimes it's different nutrients. It's got nutrients. What is the topic? Is it waste The topic is the principle of vibration, but uh, we're talking about all vibrations, so we ended up going down the road of conservation. Well, and the thing is, yeah, you can't go through one day without at least thinking about poop. It, it is a purge. Yeah. It's what we need. We need to get rid of it. I mean, as and, children, we don't think about it that much. We try but to really, when you have kids or you get older, that, you start but... thinking about your poops. Yep. Yeah. And their yeah, poops. You gotta start, start paying attention. Am I pooping I enough? Pooping? Is my poop normal? Right? I mean, when you get older, you start thinking about your poops. You're right. You start thinking about your peas. You start thinking about your poops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sucks. It, it's kind of gross, but really, I smell nobody doesn't do it. If you don't do it, you're going to die. Like, you know, that's the truth. When I was working in construction and maintenance, especially during the summertime, because here where I was working, the temperature could get up to 115, 113 during the summer, I would tell my entire crew, if you're thirsty, we're in, you're already in trouble. If yeah. you go pee, I need to know what color it is, and there will be a test. And they're like, what? I'm like, if your urine is not clear and it is in any color, orange or brown, you're in trouble. If it's orange, you're not doing too bad. If it's brown, that's particles of your kidneys oh, God, coming out. Yikes. Okay, that's bad. Okay. Now, when it gets orange, you know that you need to hydrate. Yes. And yeah. anytime I would get upset, stomach, get sick, and I'd throw up. It was never like a normal, it never looked normal. It was always chunks of brown. Okay. Right? We got it. We really got to get off this topic Which, of poop. I mean, well, it, it just I know goes it to show you, you get well, why, why you can watch what you're eating and what you're drinking. I got off those dark syrups. Oh, God. I'm way normal. Right. Those syrupy Dr. things Dr. that we all love so much poop are like, like a snake. poisonous things that we eat and drink on the constant. Yep. And if we're not aware of it, 
it can be you just you won't even know all right so let's segue out of this right uh we can we let's, can also let's... understand that there is, the fda has actually allowed a certain quantity of uh poop cockroach uh, uh cockroaches yep. ants and uh and yeah in your food rats in your food, food. Yep. Yeah, they are they are allowed by the FDA because they can't eliminate it completely because that right. shit's everywhere. Um, you, so, guess so what? You think that, like, this, shit anyway. this is where I'm, I'm I'm fucked up in the head. I'm not. I feel like I'm right here. When they tell you that there's a drought and shit, like okay, my brother was freaking out about it. He's an outdoorsman. Like he goes he's so awesome, and we both learned good. about carrying capacity of certain lands, right? That if you have so many in a certain land. Yes, they're going to people be. They're going to die off. Some of them are going to die off, right? Um, right. We learned this in hunter safety. Um, anyway, I think that there's a. I think that there's some truth to that. However, I think it's because we haven't sprawled, and like actually like had homes out in the middle of nowhere, and actually developed more of these places to create more because we create ecosystems. Actually, well. We, we yeah. did that. We did that a hundred, hundred and fifty years but ago. Dude, look at how and much land is untouched. But yeah. we didn't know uh, how to do those things because we were still coming from the city mentality. Yeah. So we bought little cities everywhere instead of communities, self-sustaining yeah. communities that are there to actually right. well, they didn't know. Like, like real permaculture, like actually. Yeah. Exactly. Well, they were, they were spreading another seed throughout the continent. Guys. Most yeah, well, each on time purpose we... because they don't want everybody to be living off of the land. No, they yeah. don't want that. They want it to be the hardest, harshest possible they way. Get they get more money that way. We, we run away, more right? Control. And we have these little wars that make yeah. ourselves independent for our own free thoughts. But yeah. then, no matter what, and every time you look at it, there's always that person that ends up over here that really has that secret control. They're going to feed you a little bit of freedom. They're going to make you feel like you got this that and the other but all of a sudden you realize after a while hang on now why have i only got this choice and this choice if i'm a free fucking sovereign human being why can't i just make my own damn choice about what i'm doing no right. matter what it is you're doing right right well that's what they do they they give you like for instance uh coca-cola and pepsi cola two two of the largest companies that make soda provide it the only five brands each for Americans to drink, and each one of them have more than 150, and a couple of them have almost a thousand different yeah. brands of soda yep. from around the world. Yep. But they only give Americans five or six. Why? Yep. Right? Isn't yeah. it interesting? And why'd they get rid of glass? Because glass biodegrades, dude, or it actually has exactly. used after it even breaks. It's they needed something to do with all the plastic to justify turning yeah. oil into gasoline. Well, they had all what was that movie, dude? Plastic. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. I, I've, got, I've got a thing on, on this one. Uh, yeah. Norway actually did a study on some of their citizens. They took uh, blood plasma and they filtered it and everything else. And they found microplastics inside the human bloodstream. Yes. Yeah. Now, that is not something that happened, you know, from two weeks ago or two months ago right. or two years right. ago. Nope. It yep. is a process that they have been going and as much plastic as they could shove into every single situation. Why did they get rid of glass? Because it breaks and kids were getting hurt off broken glass. Plastic I have a scar on my wrist. Right? Right? Plastic in the long term. been taking down from the internet on the amount of plastic that's in the oceans and how much plastic that we have just in even filtered water that is that is in our systems because of the plastic that we use. We're yes, going to be known as the plastic generation. 
And I, it, I doesn't, it doesn't break I, down completely. Trust me, plastics are great. It never does. When you're using it like just breaks down bullshit that can just particles. Still the same mass. Right. Still the same well, mass. And, and can we even it's say that like, okay, age, can we even say that? The bronze age, the steel age, and the right. plastic yeah. age, and that's what we're going to be known for. But you know, you know how there's like, I, I have this like weird, I don't know, another one of those theories in my own head from the work I've done and what I've seen. We, everything that, is here and in the in the universe is we we make up we have the makeup of all of it we yeah. have all of that in us right so even right. maybe even the microplastics i'm not going to say state that as fucking fact, fact but i'm just saying it's something to think about what if that's kind of like they use like again we we can't we even can't believe anything anymore anything we can't believe us. any official that it tells us or or you know that the most intelligent or most you know the genius people that you know the geniuses that are telling us these things these scientists i mean we've seen that over the last couple of years how corrupt that is and right. how they're not i mean look well, at egypt what Jeff realizes that humans didn't have plastic in their bodies before we invented plastic on the planet so if it was something that was already here in nature and when they look right. at that i don't believe we time, can create anything say, oh wow okay no we've always had plastic so that's bullshit i agree with you but the fact is we didn't have plastic in anything it's in the ecosystem right. it's in the food that we eat because the fish in right. the ocean have plastic in it all right. the yeah. birds eat the fish they have plastic right. in them all the food yep. that we have that we get from McDonald's or from the store has the has plastic in it now. There's yep. nothing in no, the no, no. So some of that food isn't involved. necessarily has plastic in it. Some of that food actually is plastic. Is plastic. No, <laughs> right. yeah, really. Like Agreed. Like the like like cheese is literally one molecule away from the However, plastic. when is the how when <laughs> Mar uh, margarine in time could we margarine, actually one, study that? Margarine, one one molecule. One molecule away from plastic. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Bugs will eat it's a silicate, right? Is the plastic a silicate? Yes. Which is an ancient, which is a stone, which is a, a, no, no, a no. mineral. Um, no, well, silicate it is. is sand. If it's a silicate, it's a mineral. It's silicate is sand. There, there's, there's I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that plastic is uh, is silicate um, because it doesn't have sand. It just uses right. the, the, the when the when the animal life breaks down in the compost or in wherever that's what with oil is oil is the, the oil dinosaurs and it's their bodies broke yeah. down. so yeah so, the, so there's acrylic you know it seeps from the bones it seeps from but it doesn't it doesn't manifest in our body the way it does currently right until it became a byproduct and we started using right. it and then and when it breaks down now it's mm -hmm. infiltrated our our system our bodies our ecosystem in well, a way like that it wasn't nature it wasn't natural all the time we stopped go ahead norma, right? norma say that again i'm go sorry ahead, I'm no i'm like right there with you i'm, I'm like i'm saying that that's just it we, we have an yeah. endocannabinoid system but for many years we demonized yep. feeding and nutrient like making sure we were healthy and balanced yeah. with whatever might have a cannabinoid many plants all plants have yeah, cannabinoids agreed. okay but there's one plant so in into alchemy, alchemy that right ultimately carries cannabinoids that are very healthy i'm like yes yeah. i'm getting right? everything go ahead continue yeah let's hurt, so let's all hurt our brains let's all hurt our brains tonight from thinking <laughs> you maybe um i'm that's what i'm always but here no, for that's man. just it it's, right? it's, Me it's too, the, I agree, Mike. there and i don't think anything is completely and totally synthetic because everything right. is coming from what's coming from this earth at some point right everything's okay. nature I however yep. that doesn't necessarily mean that it's healthy and okay and we should be ingesting it right. or or, or we okay. it. We are uh, part let, of me, it. let me get let me get to that nature part yes 
uh, if it's coming out of the ground, it's natural. If we're processing it primarily, secondarily, right. it's natural. If we've right. pounded the ever living shit out of it, if yeah, we've right. boiled and dried the right. fuck out of it and become right. a worthless powder, I'm sorry, that has none of the original vibration and right. that is now yeah. an industrial product. Right. Yes. Look at and it has look none at of the Cocaine's pretty good. Yeah, right. But look at the nuclear reaction. That came from nature, but we changed it and it destroys. So they've changed the, they've changed the plastic as well. From they, the they, they have switched the molecules. Was. They've yeah. taken something natural they and they've created yes. bad. Exactly. And, and like the, the coca, you were talking about the coca leaves whenever I went to yeah. uh, Peru <laughs> oh, and I went up to Machu Picchu. When I went up to Machu Picchu, we would actually chew the coca leaves because at that, that altitude, you needed yeah. a stimulant in order to be able to right. breathe and keep going. To okay, keep but the lungs open. Exactly. The but then I asked my guide how many of, because he had just a pouch full of the leaves and he'd hand them out by the fistfuls, right? And you're chewing it and it's like chewing them, right? It's no big deal, but you know, whatever. Um, They've also got the, the coca tea whenever you, you get to the hotel and that sort of thing. So, so you can, can actually acclimate things to in many different ways, right? Not I asked my guide. I asked my guide how much of this if actually Virginia went says, in. Let's talk One about organics. That's what got us onto this topic is we started with organics, Virginia. And that's how we got well, on the we talking about Mike, continue. Now, see, the thing <laughs> is that my guide there told me that for one gram of the white stuff, you need eight kilograms of the natural leaf. Of the leaf. Yes. Yeah. Plus... All the chemicals so and everything else that they put into it down it. to uh, concentrate. Certain exactly. So it has nothing to do right. with nature okay, anymore. So it's not it's over. It's not overdone. That's it, it's I over. It's over fucking done. Absolutely, and and it, it's for a reason. Um, yeah. But the original, the original natural part actually has healing and necessary properties to it. Yeah. That's why natural. So it's like smoking uh, flour as opposed to smoking, or or mm. compared to smoking. Uh, well, what's going to happen? We used to eat it. Um, to eat um, it. Go, go scrape, go scrape concrete off the wall and, and roll it and then and smoke that concrete and figure out how that is versus a flower. Okay? I'm not smoking so any concrete, concrete, though. Yeah, well, either, Exactly, right? because, you know. It, <laughs> it's, that's what it's, they call it's, a it's, brick back in the 80s, dude. Right? You know, that's, I don't that's want the, one of those bricks. That's yeah, the, that's yeah, the yeah. industrial to the natural. Yeah. Okay, we know that one's not good for you, but we know that the other one is. Yeah, not going to do that I mean, much harm. It just harm depends, to you. dude. It just depends. Like, it depends on where it's cut, who cuts it, if it's pure or not. <laughs> no, right. I mean, I'm not somebody who does it all. Which the, is know. all about business. Saying, what business is working with this really, product? I don't, who am I going to buy it from? Who's I'm not adding some these coke but I'm just Who's saying. Using it more naturally. Every few years, you know, if there's something that comes through and it looks all pure, it almost looks unreal because it's it been ground is. up so much. Yeah. I don't okay, we'll quit talking about that because we'll probably well, you know, actually, we'll let, probably get, get more to, bands from that. I, when I was living in Pittsburgh, that was the place where we did the where where we did the the eponics. Um, there was a guy that lived next door to us and he was from Mexico and he actually his job was fumigation. And I was talking to him one day and he said, You know, in Mexico, I wouldn't have a job. And I said, What do you mean? And he said, In Mexico, we build our our houses out of the earth. Yes. He says, we still do the, the, you know, the Adobe. And he says, and because of that, we don't have termites. We don't have rats. We don't have, we, rats. Do we don't have mice. We yeah. don't have termites. He says, the biggest problem in America is all the wood. You guys take, knock down the trees and you make houses out of well, it. We got and rid the termites of get infested in it. And then mm -hmm. I have a job. In Mexico, yeah. there is no, nobody that, that puts a big tent over your house and fumigates Dude, my job. dream is to have an Adobe, uh, like, 
It's called Hyper Adobe now. Or, in Arizona, that you shit. can build the house that has that, or you Arizona and New Mexico, yeah. the only places. Yeah, you can New do Mexico it, too. Yeah, anywhere in the there's Arizona, like five states where you can do yeah. where you can actually go live on your land. Which I yeah. still think I need a trailer so I can have septic system so they don't fuck with me. But there I, are certain things. I, dude, I've seen a guy on YouTube. He's like totally doing it, and I think it's like Northeast uh, Arizona. So yeah. he's probably over there by the Four Corners, and yeah. uh, he just has a van he lives in. And then he's got land. He had he got laid off from work during the pandemic shit. Right. Wrote it, started writing books. You know what I mean? And started like had six thousand dollars, I think, to his name and then his car. And he started this whole, you know, this whole, uh, his property. Bought he's some property. I think he's got like ten acres. So, and yeah. All kinds. I mean, he is because he's living in his van, dude. That's where he's living until he's building structures like his office. Which I'm right. sure, you know, you sleep in your office. We would sometimes. probably be building our office. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to first. You just build as an office or a solar room right. or a, you know what I mean? And that way, and, and when you're building these things, you're actually practicing on, because I've never done it before. I've never done Hyper Adobe. But, but uh, we've been watching, I've, a, we've lot been watching a lot of this. And from what I'm seeing, it's like, Hopefully. yeah, practice on these little sheds right. and like your office. Yep. And, yes. And then when, when, you, you, got a master, when you get to like you building your home, house. Yeah. You actually got some experience in doing it, but I would, dude. Adobe keeps the heat out or heat out and the cold out, and it'll yep. give it'll be cool in the summer and warm in the winter. Well, and you it's know what the other thing you can do? do they showed it in Star Wars. Do you remember where Luke lived? He lived on a desert planet. Where was That's his house? Mean. Buried in the sand. In Arizona, yep. people bury their houses underground. But not everyone, but you will well, find houses there. You'll find a, right. find, when, a when was, find a a driveway that goes up to nothing. Goes into the, the mailbox, a case that goes down into the into the ground, and that's through the houses cool. are underground. Well, in, in in Minecraft, one of my favorite things was I would dig into the ground because the, then the zombies and everything else would just walk over the house, and yeah. I'd just dig out a tunnel and and do whatever I needed to do there. Um, now that's not necessarily feasible in reality here because you know dirt will collapse on you if you don't put a structure and that right. sort of stuff. So living underground can be problematic. Well, However, your environment. Yeah, um, but well, you know you, you've got you've got the van where they say you can bury a cargo uh, uh, a container, right? And don't don't buy into that because the cargo container walls are thin and they collapse. So don't ever have yeah, somebody do that. you, you need, bury you in a cargo container that, yeah, and thinking you're going to live in it. Don't do that. Something natural. You need like three or four feet of concrete, like yeah. thick, to, to hold that shit out. Yeah. You yep. you can use that as a structure, the starting structure. Use, right. yeah, but, but I'm you, looking at, I'm, I'm not an but I am in construction. Actually, my retaining wall is seven meters tall. And I hold about 13, 14 meters of land on each one of them. Uh, so yeah, I had to put some serious rebar, but it's not three foot, you know, it, it's not bunker type stuff. No, it's about, it's about a foot and a half. Um, uh, the, the size that I need uh, that I actually made 25, 20 is it years ago. Or is it out of 555 y'all good number or 655, yeah, number. 455 for you. And <laughs> right now it's 5445. I just seen a wood? No, concrete with rebar. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Okay, and, and I have a drainage underneath. I mean, holy, my dad was a civil engineer, so I built yeah, houses. Yeah, the, the drainage is important. People don't realize that either. That's why oh, if you guys look at a tunnel or a highway alongside, you'll see little holes in it periodically. That's because they're allowing for the water to drain off because if you don't do that, that water builds up against that whatever that retainer wall, wall. is. 
and it starts to erode underneath right. and around. The no, not, not only that, the water itself puts more pressure than anything else. Yes. And if you got soggy dirt, a lot. Well, we're yeah, all water, right? If there yeah, were no well, that's water, why when people we build pools, they don't reinforce the walls so as much because they know they're going to fill it with water. So the water itself the water helps pushes keep out. the pool. Yeah, helps keep water, water is one of the heaviest things per per meter square meter. Yeah. You know, a ton is a square meter of water. Yep. So, um, you know, uh, you when you have to calculate, and here with all the rain, yeah, you definitely have to have a good drainage system. Otherwise, your your wall will collapse. Earth there have is been very dense. There have been many walls that have collapsed um, yep. here that I've seen on the news and, and everything else. You know, see it in the newspaper. You know, they'll build little retaining walls out of you know stone with concrete, yeah. hoping that that will be enough. But no, they. My dad was a civil engineer, and so he saw the the plans and he said, "Wow, they really do it uh, thin, don't they?" Because my dad was trained in Mexico City, and so all of the stuff that they had to do in engineering there had to calculate for earthquakes as well. Right. Yeah. So his rebar, he I basically doubled the rebar that was in the original schematics. Uh, and that's what I'm going to end up doing here because I don't trust people with their engineering. Right. I'm not an engineer, but I I didn't do a bad job on this place. Right, um, you yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, that's what the project is. And that pool for the tilapia, I will want to eventually make it out of um, concrete that with the Revotech that I use, which is a repellent, you actually put that in the concrete. You don't need, it's a sealant itself. Right. So the concrete itself will hold the water and it won't erode. See right. what I'm saying? But your still and bars so, are like your backbone, your spine. Yeah, exactly. Your, you know yeah, what it's I mean? all filled you're, with the rebar. You're that reinforcement. Yeah. And that's, yeah. For, well, otherwise, it'll just collapse. In Southeast Asia, they just dug a, 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 a pit in the ground, uh, like a swimming pool, and they right. lined yeah. it with plastic, filled yes. it with water, and grew the tilapia in there. They didn't have to worry yeah. about erosion. They didn't have to worry about anything. That's what I said about the tarp. That's what I'm yeah. going to do right now until yeah. I get to the point where I can do it out of concrete. Yeah, Why? Yeah. Because with concrete, you can actually control the effluents yes. and, and the garbage and everything. Far better right control. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. agree with you. Well, especially but if you're going to utilize those fish for for eating, right? You want something that's a little bit more the ultimate objective. More, you know. Yeah. Well, that's why we use swimming pools in Arizona. And they would you would drain the swimming pool like three quarters of the way or just down to where the deep end had water in it. Right. And so you could walk into there. And that was what they did. What we did was the swimming pool had the tilapia and then you filtered it with, you know, with not by the swimming pool filter, right. because that didn't, that means you have to have it full, but you filtered it. And then of course the chicken coop was above and they could run around and poop through the chicken wire into the water. The fish ate that. They grew tilapia in there. They dropped some tilapia in the water. The fish ate that. Take the tilapia and feed it to the chickens. They ate that. Pull the tilapia right. out. Make a salad out of it. We eat that, <laughs> right? So the tilapia is the fish. You're talking about the duckweed. I'm sorry, the duckweed. I said tilapia. The duckweed. You grow the duckweed. You were getting me confused. You were giving. Yeah. You, you, were giving you were feeding the tilapia to the tilapia. You were feeding the tilapia to the chickens. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't well, know that they were carnivores. You can feed to chickens, and chickens love it. I mean, yes. I mean that in the egg sense. You can fucking crush up their shells. They'll eat. They will eat, and they get all that vitamin, and but they love it. Oh, but that's right. Yeah, because uh, that's I mean, one of the things that I want about chickens. Because I need eggs. We eat a lot of eggs here, and so yeah. eggs are. But the crucial. chickens love those eggs too. And then use the chicken shit to feed. Oh well, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to eat yeah. the the shell. I'll crush up the shell and I'll give it to the chickens, and that'll be right. perfect. Yeah. And my, my grandma, she always when you used start to figure you know, all that stuff out. You can all leftovers. My grandma would toss them over to the chickens. I used to take the shells when I was when I was working out and I would be making shakes. I would just take the egg and drop it in the uh, it, and grind it all up and drink it Ooh. with the shake. Yeah, that's, that's a bit much. 
That, it's that's a lot a of medicine. Much. It Good really is. I use it in like a lot of shells. I'll powder it up egg, for other Eggshell is 100% calcium. Yep. Same thing you're grinding up. They grind that shit up and they put it in a capsule for you. And then you take it in powder form. It's the same thing. That's why they take diamascus earth. And diamascus earth is the fossils of sea urgents, which is bone. And they grind that up to a powder and people put it in their energy drinks. It's the same thing. Well, why do you think they ask what came first, the chicken or the egg? Right. Yeah, well, that's one of those things you can't have. Because really, it's like a, right? this little cyc yeah. cyclical thing that is, I mean... Yeah. Really? It would be it would be the egg because the one that laid the egg wasn't necessarily a chicken. It was something that was adapting to a chicken form. Perhaps. The egg came out as the chicken, the first one of the species. The evolution that would be from, the, right. from the Velociraptor exactly. down to the chicken. <laughs> exactly. And there was something that wasn't a chicken that laid an egg that became, it a, became chicken. a chicken. Yep. Uh, right. And then the chicken laid the egg that became more chickens. And well, because anything that can impregnate anything, and let's be real about this, us humans are mixed yeah, for generations. Well, but then again, at that point, uh, uh, what came first, things. chicken? Okay, well, in the, in the creation story, what came first, the chicken or the egg? It's a chicken, because the chicken was created first. All the animals were created, and then they had their own ways of, of procreating. So it depends on, on which uh, theories you want to follow, but it, right. yeah, it's all good. Right. It's all good. Which is why an open mind is always the best mind. Right. If I believe this <laughs> one thing, how fucked am I going to believe trying to believe something else? Right. If I can understand um, that, if you can comprehend. Might, yes. Yeah, yeah. Comprehend. Right. I know. I, I used to understand so much as a kid. Yeah. This one's going to be hard for me. You don't understand. You don't stand under anyone. <laughs> but no, if you can understand like the whole cyclical <clears throat> cycle of like life and the way it works and the way it, and and, and really. When you take those types of riddles and you can understand that, well, both, right? Yeah. A chicken can lay an egg, but it took an egg to get the chicken. Okay. Well, at that point, at that point, we get into Schrodinger's cat. Okay. Yeah. Is the cat alive or dead? Well, right. technically, he's both. Because yeah. in the quantum superposition state between alive and dead, and it and it and you won't know the difference until you. I can be dead, but, but I'm still migrating. I'm no, still I'm, moving. I'm still on, doing I'm, this I'm whole different cycle, right? What I'm trying to say, to Norma, is this. That all the states exist. Yes. Yeah. It's not whether it's either or. They all exist. It just exactly. it, it depends which one we choose to accept at that moment that it becomes real for us. Right. And the other one becomes real in another dimensional, uh, parallel dimension that carries on the multiverse and another version of yourself that shows right. the other thing. Yeah, That's the okay, theory so, of Schrodinger's cat. Well, which they all it, exist. It, yes, everything vibrates. Is what every seems single to possibility us in our reality as is a reality. And gone, is still reality. vibrating in what yeah. we conceive as decomposition, but yeah. somewhere else it is actually bringing life, right? And life is forming and becoming something else. When you understand that it is never some, we're not going from here to here. We are like always. We are 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 always. Right. Right, but that's exactly you what we're talking yourself, about. That's what the theory yeah. is of Schrodinger's cat. Is that is that literally that cat is alive and dead at the exact same yes. time, and everywhere in between, and everywhere in between, and it only becomes reality when you when you open the box in a certain way. Fifty-fifty. Right. You, you accept the, the, the dichotomy. You and then it becomes Pandora's box. Once you open it, 
you can't close it. Because you can't you close it. Back up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You you already let it out. You already know what it is, so you can't actually contemplate. Yeah. Then, the it, then it disappears. The then it becomes one or the other. But, because but hold on, that's that's what it. I was talking about the Harpazio thing that uh, when I was uh, explained to another friend of mine, uh, Andre Little, about um, us going through the Great Filter. Why that in, in Schroeder's cat? They are both dead and alive. But when you open it and you see it, the cat's alive, and you're going, "Oh, nice kitty." The dead cat exists in another quantum multiverse. And another version of you open the box and says, "Oh, poor kitty." Right. And that one goes on, and that multiverse exists the same as yours. Yes. However, you chose it disappeared. That option disappeared for you. It no longer exists. Because right. your reality has now quantum fixated on a certain path. However, the same, all is thing, now. The all same thing will happen during the the great filter. Because those that are actually not happening right now. What will happen is those that are in the third dimension will remain in the third dimension and will not be able to go past the filter. Those that do have uh, the ability to see it think right above now. the dimension and accept it yeah. that reality the objective as come, to that knowledge instead of subjective to exactly reality. now what happens is all the rest will simply disappear and you will be part of that new reality uh and to those that stayed in the third what will happen is you will disappear yeah because yeah, you are so no longer part thing, of that the left behind thing doesn't happen to, to, to that's a matter of perspective right you're only left behind if you're still in the place and you chose not to go to the other place if exactly. you go to the other place you're not left behind. Nobody's left behind. The people who are left exactly. behind aren't there anymore. They're the ones that disappeared. Exactly. And so the thing is, they will simply disappear because their uh, their frequency is on another plane when that decision in this solar system going through the galactic equator had to be made. You know, uh, it's the dawning of the age of Aquarius, whatever. We want to go from the 1960s. Yeah, whatever you whatever, whatever, um, however, you want to put the name that on. Time, that time is actually here. Yes, all times happen at the same time, but the one that we experience and we realize is the one right now. Yes. Uh, there is a past, there is a future, and there are... But there's not really. Futures. It's all like right and now. It's where your... Well, it is. Now, it is. Every it is. choice is. I could possibly make the, is in the existence somewhere. No, every every However, choice that you could possibly make that you've already thing, made. Norma, you need to understand that in this place, you don't perceive it that way. I agree right. with you because exactly. in reality, yes. it is there in every possible uh, thought yes. that you could it's ever just imagine. just one dimension away. It's, it's always yeah, there side right by now. side or up, you know, whatever, a layer this might, way, layer that way, however you want yes. to put it. Well, see, here's the vibration the is slightly different. I might like line up my timelines and be experiencing in one, in one. Yeah, that call, that's called deja vu. This whole thing, right? Yeah. Or I might understand and still be kind of fragmented out in, in, in all these different places. Some people will tell you, oh my God, I just, I woke up and I'm, I'm like, I feel like I, and they get that because yeah. they all of a sudden matched up timelines and now they're, you know what I mean? But for so other people, they don't always experience that. Point. Why? Because like they're saying, still choosing to kind get of above, get above this plane's vibration. And yeah. that's when you're, and that's the stuff that I do when I'm teaching people how to, how to get that meditation of removing yourself from the thinking mind and the egoic mind, the yes. process, they can't reach you there. When you're in that place, like you said, everything yes. is now because yes. you're outside of this time. That's right. right. So there's no longer a separation. And so you can perceive that. Like you said, some people wake up and go, wow, because they get it and they perceive it. 
But yep. then then this this area tries to pull us back down. Yes. Your ego wants to pull you back down. Our society, the ego. powers that should not be, the egoic right. television, the egoic internet tries to pull you back down into this plane where there's a separation because here's right. where everybody's stuck. So I agree right. with you. It is all there. And I wish everybody got it because we wouldn't be stuck anymore. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. Even I don't feel like I have matched up with every one of my timelines yet. No, I feel like no, I know a lot of here things. Here it's hard to do because of how sorry. But sorry, you're, you're, sorry, Norma. Norma, you can never mash up with all your timelines because quantumly speaking, there are billions of you. That's and true. You, and you would be absolutely insane if you knew all of the things. Uh, the one. all of you know only the and one you, true creator can actually perceive all of that at once and that is but it all becomes it all becomes snow it all becomes noise yes yes because Which that's why, why I also explain that's so much why but that is exactly human. but that is exactly why each one of us was created so we could perceive right. that reality from a yes. different perspective Record and, it say, and thank send you. it home yes Which and is send, why and send a thank you home for the present your mind works and how you perceive and how you in your human. And I know a lot of people like to think I'm like teaching ego, but no, 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 no. What I want you to understand is how you, your machine, your biological avatar is working. Because yeah. if you don't, I like that. You may never understand why this particular no, thing keeps bothering you or why this, you know what I mean? Yes. Really un understanding your avatar. This yep. time in this yep. lifetime, no matter how many lifetimes you match up with, no matter how much you remember, no matter right. what right. who you're the only moment that matters you know is mean? now. All of the others that now all of the lives that you have the before. power to truly transform, yes. work within, be in the current of, right? Yep. Really find the way within yeah, yourself because if you don't because if you don't handle your shit here to figure that out and understand yes. or, or understand well, you happening, you'll never vibrate like at that higher level agree 10 lifetimes ago but yeah. in this life in this life something happened to me to trigger that trauma yep. okay yeah, but however I can't just go through life being all traumatic when nothing happened to me come on let's be real we are living okay, in however, a, however, a living however, avatar that must experience okay. something to understand it whether right. it's something mental, physical, emotional, does not matter. Something happened within right. this lifetime to trigger whatever it was that maybe you How, were dealing yes, with. Some yes, 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 it did. Fine, in part. That is part of the reason why you're here to actually experience that, yeah. learn from that. And it's yeah, not the fact the that you experienced it. Yep. It's the fact of how you deal with it, how you go yes. forward, and how you can make positive energy resonate from a negative situation. Exactly. What can teach you? Exactly. How can you be better? How can you make sure that that doesn't happen to other people? Exactly. How can you make sure that it doesn't happen to you Zen, again? Buddhism, even even the Christ following Christ, Christianity was the same <laughs> with that way of of realizing it, experiencing it, being objective about it. Right. Like when the Roma saying negative will happen it. to us, it will be in us, but yeah. it's up yes. to us to not let that negativity out. Right. We to can't truly, let the anger explode yep. into the multiverse because there's enough anger angry. there. I'm yeah, we, we can't pent so. it up and go and dig exactly. it in because yep. it will eat you up inside. Sometimes I gotta to go out to the forest and just scream. Right. Really. Like I've got to, you know, I know I, I can't take what I'm feeling out on those near me because I mean, come on, I'm just experiencing yeah, something. Exactly. But even, but even then, go you're going... to this. give it to nature. 
And yeah. However, you are still you are still putting that karmic energy into even the nature. Well, you but nature likes to whole, eat that up and bring it. Out I I, I get you, Norma. But what I'm trying to get to the point of Norma, focus. Yeah. What I'm trying to get to the point of is the fact that you need to scream at all. Yeah. Yes. Well, because dealing with that so that you don't have to explode, so that you don't have to you know, let all of that anger out into any multiverse, whether or not, you know, I did that because I, I was pissed at my teachers when I was in high school and right before football. And the reason I played football is because I had to vent all that anger. But yeah. right beforehand, I had that teacher said one thing, I had the steel locker and I would punch that damn thing before class. After each class, I'd slam it shut and punch it. At the end of the day, there was a dent in that steel fucking locker. Right. And I still went to play football and I still rode my bike to another friend's house because my parents were gone and I had to go instead of uh, Richardson, I had to go to Plano. So it was another 45 minutes to buy a bike. When I got home, my hand was huge. Swollen. Yeah. All right. There was another time that a boss actually, you know, cut three imports that I was supposed to make and I was going to make commission off all that. And he told me I should have thought about that before. That was during the great chaos of 2008, the financial crash and everything else. Right. Uh, and instead of exploding onto his face, I went out to a trash container, you know, those those big, you know, dumpster yep. things. And I started to kick it, but there was a curb behind me, so I couldn't get that energy out. And so I was just going to jab it a little bit. And I, I was just, boom, boom, just tapping the end because I knew it was going to steal harder than me, fine. And that last one, I was just going to give it one last oomph to make sure I got it out. And I dislocated my finger. Well, see, and that's, right? that's so kind of the whole the thing about understanding, yes. But the fact understanding that like where your out. physical energy needs to be directed, especially in these times of emotion, right? Is something none of us are taught growing up. I mean, no, today things is therapy. But I want to for get me, that out. Least, That's why I played football and was violent. But right. the thing is, well, we need to understand. But you have to understand that it all goes back to it all goes back to your state of mind. The fact yeah. that you were manifesting that negative energy, you were actually putting it in yourself and saying, I have it, yeah. I accept it, but now I have to let it out because I have this rage. That is right? that is going down the dark path. Fear, anger, aggression yeah. is the dark path. So, so the key to not doing any of that is not exploding because I just have to let it out. The key is, Norma's trying to say this, the key is you're supposed to cut it off from the beginning and not yeah. allow that to start. That's yeah. the key. You're not supposed to manifest this hate or this anger inside of you, and then you have to let it out because you're angry. The whole right. key is peace. If you are working on yourself and you're working inside yourself and working with and being honest and objective with your shadow work, all of that anger goes away. Right. And you no longer manifest that. No matter what anybody says to you, no matter what they do to you, you can go, no, I'm not going to choose. To right. get angry, I'm not going to choose to have well, to have something. You have a that new have understanding of it, right? Ego. You have a different perspective now. You can kind of see it from that space of, oh my God, this is meant to make me upset. You, you look and go, this person is trying to, to piss me off. They're trying to say words that and, will but make we're all me human angry. It takes a long time for many of us to get to that space. Right. So. I'm not there yet. <laughs> no, no, no. Everybody's a work in progress. I'm not saying you can't make me mad, but right. it, it happens a lot less than it did 20 years yes. ago yes. because I understand that. Many easy Somebody will say something now, and I'll go, okay, yeah. these are words they're trying to say to make me mad. I'm not going to get mad. I've refused to allow those words to have any, any merit or meaning. 
So there is no emotion attached to that, the one, especially the one they're trying to project. Because people know that we all have uh, these things that we get keyed on, yep. right? That we've already pre-programmed in our brain. We've talked about this before. In America, yep. we teach children, women, uh, immediately. If anyone says the C word, you explode and go fucking crazy. And yeah. so that's programmed in their brain, just waiting for someone to say that word because it's a trigger. And that's what's happening now. But then in you politics. also have personality types. And for, for some people, that trigger is now anger and like I have a reason to yeah. be upset. And for others, it's, oh, well, guess what? Yep, I got myself cunt. What you can do about it. Right. 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 And then but, you know, hold like, on. Even, even that is a response. They call you right, something and you're like, it yeah. to ignore it completely pisses other people off. So you have to understand that or understand that I've done that to where when you don't fight some people, they get even more mad because right. you're not wanting to fight them. They say these words yep. and you just go, oh, okay, are you done? Okay. So can we move on as an adult? I've done that. Can we have exactly. a conversation now as an adult? Blah! Right. Because in their mind, you attack them now. Okay, but see, at that point, if it gets physical, then you let them come in and you just meet them with the left hook, period. See, then that is <laughs> yeah, meet, meet violence. You're missing the entire point by having that. I know, point. but I, exactly. But if, if they get well, if no, you drive them to, to that point, ultimately, and you have to be able to, to kick, but yeah, I, I would like if to you avoid take the, the violence, Shaolin, but. or if you take the Shaolin or a lot of other uh, uh, martial arts uh, thought process. You you just redirect them, let them wear themselves out. Eventually, yep. they're not, and they don't. You don't have to hit them. You Absolutely. don't have to be forceful let to win. That's part of the art of war, bro. Against themselves, you're using. Yeah. I know, but I know that I hit if if I hit them with the left hook as they're coming in at me, on you know, in a panic and a blind rage, I'll knock them out in an instant, and the whole fucking thing's right, over. Then with. The fight's over, and you don't have to worry right. about it. I agree with you. I agree. I'm not saying that. that I, I just, have I just cut it off at the beginning, right? you know, Because if you're in martial arts, martial arts teach you that. No matter what, even even in the waiting for somebody to attack, even with Krav Maga, Krav Maga's right. whole idea is as soon as they attack you, use their shit against them and then beat them to death in their face right? <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Break their shit off as fast as you can. Well, here's I the thing agree. is if I'm at, in, in touch with my own energy and I can understand the only way to stop this thing is get it done. Yeah. Guess what I'm going to do? Because I understand yeah, but, the best way to get this yeah. done. Is boom, get it done. Exactly. And then and maybe we can talk when you wake up because you know no 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 sorry, sorry. That's what you miss that's what you misunderstand because after it's done, there ain't no talk because it's their lawyers talking to your lawyers and <laughs> well now in this day and age, change. yes, you're right. No, 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 yeah. not this day and age. I grew up, my father did that. He my father never hit first. Then right. he would mouth off first, he would piss people off first. And when they went to the physical, he finished it off. And it was usually one or two punches and it was fucking over. All right. And I, as a kid growing up, saw that and said, oh, well, yeah, that fixes it. But okay, does it really? And right. so I, I've been in two fights my entire life. One defending a girl, which is bullshit because uh, in the end, she didn't even, uh, she wasn't even grateful for it. And so fuck that shit. Um, and another one that I don't even, oh, that even wasn't a fight. They were trying to bully me in a new school. I was in Mexico City. And I said, all right, I'll meet you out in the courtyard at, uh, half an hour after class. They never showed up. And I just shoved it in their face the rest of the time. Don't tell right. me anything. I was there. You chickened out. Um, the thing is, I try and avoid them at the most. Why? Because not because I'm a coward or no, because I know it's destructive. Either I'm going to hurt them 
or if they get hurt, I'm they'll get come hurt, after. Right? I mean, my, my, uh, one, of the, one of the guys actually lied in court and, and falsified evidence and everything else. And my dad had to pay what at that point was the equivalent of a luxury vehicle. You know, back in the late 1970s, he had to give what was a Lincoln town car as, uh, you know, to appease, appease the guy because, you know, he punched him because he, he was coming after him with a monkey wrench. You know, um, so you learn that all of those things don't, they might feel good in the short yeah. term, but right. in the long term, it's bad fucking juju the whole way right. through. Right. And so you, you try and make Fear, a peaceful revolution. To the dark right. Side. Which is why I said, so you have to really be able to feel like, if I knock them out for a minute, I can talk to them when they get up, right? No, there is no, there is but no talking after You don't want to have to do that. Anger. Yeah, then it's just anger. If, yeah. you, if you do right? that, you know, there was a, there was these guys when I was living down the Bay Area and these guys that. were walking through the neighborhood and they were gangbangers. They're walking like, through the neighborhood. And um, the, my roommate, she was coming home from work and her boyfriend was with her, met her at the house. And these guys started giving the boyfriend a hard time. So she ran in the house and said to me, Leo, Paul's about to get into a fight and there's all kinds of dudes. And I ran out there. And when I went out there, I went up next to him and she came back and, and she was thinking at that point that Paul and I were going to beat these guys up. And Paul was like, you guys just need to get out of here, bro. Just walk, step, get out of here. And I just stood there with him. I'm like, waiting, if they're going to fight, I'm going to help, you know, him not to right. get his ass kicked by five guys. So, but they kept, they kept just talking shit, but they didn't do anything across the street. So I was like, okay, these guys don't really want to fight it. They don't want right. to be over here. So they he was like, just asshole. step, get out of here. And so finally yep. they, you're flipping him off and all this. And they walked around the corner, but they kept leaving. So we just waited until we couldn't see him anymore. And she goes, why didn't you guys go over there and beat him up? I know that you and Leo could have taken all yeah, five yeah. of those guys. Yeah. He says, if we'd have done that, they would have came back tonight when we were sleeping and they would yep. have done damage to the cars, yep. if not through shit, yep. and caught the house on fire. Exactly. exactly. We're doing was when you can avoid it, you avoid it. Yeah. Yes. It is only because when your gut is telling you I have to strike you. No, no, and even right. even when your gut tells you, you, you can't. never, ever, even it when should never be like an instinctive move to strike no, on you anyone. Can, you can never, even when your gut tells you you should, you yeah. should not. Well, yes, because you should your be gut, at a point your, in yourself. No, your gut will always give you. Your make. gut will always yeah, you give you a bad response. You got to think about that shit. Your ego, you got to think long fucking and beat this guy's ass or this woman. That's what your well, ego is going to tell you. Somebody that's very, like, I'm very peace-loving. I, I used yeah. to get in fight. Me and my brother. I'm not. I, I play football I because I love to beat the fuck out of people. That's right. why I played football. However, and I am the way, I am that way. I am, like, let's conflict resolution first. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's make sure that that's, and it usually works. Like, actually, yeah. Agreed. Most of the time, you don't have to use right? force. Exactly. Like, your force that's is your mind. Point. That's yeah. what Mike's like, point you, he's trying to drive home. Right. Is that right. you should never right. be thinking yeah. that you have to. Don't listen right. to your ego. Right. Your ego is going to say, I know that I have the skills. I've been in martial arts because I was in martial arts right. starting at the age of eight. Right. So now, I know I can pick face, this guy's man. ass. Man, but the, yep. art, the whole art form of martial arts in the discipline isn't. And if you're, unless you're listening to Cobra Kai, which the, there are a bunch of people who fight just like that. That was the whole dichotomy right. of that movie uh, was that some people are aggressive and they teach aggressive yeah. martial arts. And then, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Miyagi, Miyagi-Do uh, style of, of Korean uh, jiu-jitsu was avoidance, was not right. to fight. 
unless you have no other recourse whatsoever right. backed into a corner. And right. then you pulverize the motherfucker. <laughs> yes, and that's basically what I'm saying. Out of unless necessity, you really not, absolutely, there is no way out of this. But see, hold on. There was, there, was this, there was this old saying that somebody actually repeated. Um, I, don't, I don't remember who it was, Mel Gibson or, or somebody else. But, uh -huh. um, Ariel, I love Ariel's quoting uh, Kenny Rogers now. <laughs> no exactly. Away, no wind to run. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Gonzo started that one off. <laughs> no wind Count your money when you're sitting at the table, That's right? right. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. It was great. Perfect. Um, <laughs> absolutely. But but what happens is that um, you did say, Gonzo said it. Look, you never count exactly. your money when you're sitting at the table. Yeah. There'll be time enough for counting when the deal when is the done. When the deal is done, absolutely. Yeah. You let it. You let it just flow by. No, um, I love and, it. and and that's that's the whole. Uh, now I I forgot what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't help Kenny myself. Rogers. That was no, it was. it was it was it was hilarious and it was awesome <laughs> and. Uh, and and I, I used to love Kenny Rogers when I was seven, eight years old. We'd go to the Colorado Rockies and we'd be listening to Kenny Rogers and, and Denver, John Denver and, and all that kind of shit. Right. Um, Kathy, most of us were. She said I was a rumbler. I, I'd kick ass, right? In a heartbeat. That's I was the same way. I grew up in martial arts. I grew up like Mike playing football. I love playing defense because I can just crush the motherfucking quarterback and oh, yeah. the fucking running back. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I get and really you know, when the when the receiver's got his arms like this and you can crack him right in the ribs. And else. even better if you can take him off Very the down and pile drive him in. Right. Ooh, when you hear right. that bone crack, you're like, ha ah. yep. I I almost lost I almost lost a uh a, I almost got my arm broken, got it dislocated because I jumped up to get a catch a football over the top of a guy and he just reached up and grabbed my arm and, and jammed it down on his pads and caught my elbow on his yep. pads with about to dislocate my arm, so it was either let go of the football, let him catch it, or break my arm. I let him catch it. Right? Yeah. Um, where did Aaron and Aaron yeah. and Norma just popped off? I don't know where they, they just popped off. I don't know background. what what happened there. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I say uh, sorry. They, they 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 excused themselves for a moment. Okay, so they'll oh. be back in a minute. Okay, okay, so but you but yeah, you have to you have to fight sometimes against your instincts. Kathy said she was the oh, same way. Is, I was the same is, way. This is the same. Now I finally remembered the saying that I wanted to get to. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. In a war. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Okay. So if you go right. in all passive and you don't know, oh, nobody's going to harm anything, and then we all got to be wallflowers. Right. You get nothing to happen, kill. You'll yeah. get fucking slaughtered. Yeah. Now, right. if you know how to fucking break their knees gut them and do everything you have to but you have the self-control to say i could but i choose not to run your fucking mouth ass wipe yeah. um but you come at me you're done that's the yeah. whole thing but it's also not putting off that that aggressive and anger it's just the the confidence of yeah. knowing that you can that's why i studied martial arts you know because i also did taekwondo i did karate i did uh, kung yeah. fu uh and jujitsu so yeah. you know there's there's when you know you can, you don't have to prove it. Right. There's nothing to prove. You don't have to. And and I don't that, need to beat this guy's ass to, to know running. that I can beat this guy's ass because I already know I can beat this guy's ass. I'm looking right. at him. I can fucking tell. I, you so know, I've actually that. said that to somebody when uh, one time I was pulling up and it was just a stupid thing, but it was like, a, what was that? The thorax, the two guys that are walking in the middle of nowhere and they meet each other and neither one will move. I was coming in in a way that he was trying to go out, which was an illegal move for him to go out because it was a, a, a way for, a, for you to come in to this gas station. But he decided he wanted to go out that way. So I was pulling in and he pulled up in front of me and he stopped. And I, and I was like, dude, move. I can't. I, you know, he's like, back up. Right. Because I'd have to back all the way around the building back out to the street now. 
And I was like, what do you mean back up? This is a thoroughfare to come in to the gas station, not go out. This is an entrance, not an exit. I'm like, move out of the way. And he's like, fuck you. I'm not moving. So I was like, look, is that what you want to do? And he's like, motherfucker, I'll kick your ass. I used to do this and this and this for the government. So I got out of my car. I walked over. He got out of his car now. And he's all, oh, oh, oh. And I said, okay, listen, here's the things that can happen here. Okay. We can do this. In which case, I'm going to beat your ass in front of your wife <coughs> and all of these people. And you're going to look stupid. Secondly, I'm not going to be the first one to swing, so I would, de- I would be defending myself. Why I know that's going to happen is that I know that you're too stupid not to. Your arrogance right now tells me that you're looking for a fight to impress someone. I don't know anyone here, so I have no one to impress. So if you want to fight, and he says, well, I have to let you know that, that I'm, I, I, I know martial arts. And I said, well, I have to let you know that I used to kill people for the federal government of the United States and the federal government of England. And he goes, you didn't do that. And I said, I love it when people don't believe me. Okay, so are we going to dance? Because if we are, I got shit to do. I'm trying to get gas and I'm trying to go home. So if you want to do this, let's fucking do it right now. I'm going to beat your ass in front of your wife, back your car up. I'm going to pull in, get gas, call the police, go in, get my shit, come out, give a police report. You're going to jail. It's your choice. And he goes, you really think you can kick my ass? I said, hey, you're the one that's still talking, bro. I'm here. I'm telling you, let's do this. So challenger. If you think you can take on the champion, come at me, bitch. Otherwise, get in your car and back the fuck up. Come at me, no. Help me, no. His no, wife please. said, his wife said, get in the fucking car before I let him kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. She said, get yeah. in the fucking car before I tell him to kick your ass is the second thing she said. And then I said, you better listen to your wife because she pretty much knows your skill level, doesn't she? <laughs> and he's like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you, dude. He gets in his car, he backs up. I go and get mine. I pull over to the gas station. I get out to everybody clapping. <laughs> Why? Because like, there because no cops were called, no blood was spilled, and nobody's nose got cracked. Right. And that's the whole fucking point. Right. It can be de-escalated. Uh my, my kids complain about me because I was out here and I can look at the 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 home theater where the the game the tv and the game systems were set up and everything else and right so they'd be playing there and i'd be listening to them and i'd be watching them then whenever i heard that resonance that um vibration their volume level start to go up i was like all right shit's going down and yeah. so i would go in there and i'd just give them a bark why to give them a you know a heads up to break whatever focus they had at that moment and turn the focus on me right and then I'd calmly ask them, what's going on, guys? See, everybody remembers the bark. Oh, right. Dad, you always came in angry. You always came in when we were fighting. You always came in screaming. No, I'd give them a bark to make sure that they'd stop whatever level of energy was building up at that moment. Because right. I knew I could hear it in the resonance that in the next couple of instances, somebody was going to hit somebody else. And it's usually going to be the bigger one to the smaller one to show him who's boss. Right. And those were, you know, those those culminating moments to where they had to figure it out instead of uh, fighting it out or, you know, one being bullied and one being the bully and, and one learning bullying and others is, is a good thing. And another one going that, you know, oh, life is full of bullies and everything else. No, I wanted them to learn. You talk it out. You figure out what's going on. OK. And we figure out what's going on. Now, they would all tell me different stories. They would both have their own version of the story. <laughs> Obviously, 
Yeah. Uh, but then you find a way to where they can continue playing or not destroying shit or each other. I tell everybody, I love that you brought that up because I tell people this when you're looking at politics and you're talking, you know, people like now where you have uh, BLM and then you have other people and everyone's just yelling past one another. Uh, everybody paints themselves always and no matter what happens. So you have the Democrats painting themselves as a victim. You have the Republicans painting themselves as a victim. You started yeah. it. No, you did it first. No, you did it in 1862. No, it was, it was 1753 <laughs> when you guys did it the first time we're just doing it because you did it and they're doing it because you did they're propagating the whole thing <clears throat> so i always yep. tell everybody look you have to look at this uh that goes on between this banter and this yelling of past each other like two children like if you have kids if you have kids yeah. and, and there's the scenario mike explains you hear the conflict you don't give a crap the truth is you don't give a crap who hit who first because you know when right. you go in there each one is going to say the other one did it. I'm the victim. That one did it first. No, uh, I'm the victim. That one did it first. So you know that that's going to be a lie. Both sides are going to tell a lie, telling and making themselves the victim. Police do this. That's why they separate people and they have them yeah. ask the story and then they switch cops and have them ask the story again job, to find job. out if they tell the same story to each cop. What's the uh, most consistent between the two? And you get together and what you do is you yeah. figure out the truth. Like you said, you find that common ground. Now you get the true story of what actually happened. What actually happened is a fight broke out and they were fighting each other and you stopped it or one was about to break out. You heard it and you stopped it. So now you have the ability as the adult in the room to then say, okay, look, here's where we're going to compromise. You guys are going to knock your crap off and you're going to get along. Right. Yeah. But if you go in there thinking one of them is going to actually tell you the, what, that what really happened, unless you have that third kid who is the one that always tattles on everybody mm. and tells you the, what actually happened. <laughs> and he's a little slime ball that becomes a politician in the end. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it grows up to be a lawyer or a politician, right? I no joke, right? But I mean, that's the truth of that, unfortunately. But you have to, or however, you have vibrate to vibrate at a higher level. Yeah. Yes, you have to vibrate that higher level and be that adult in the room for real, not fake, but yes. actually awoke. And that's your vibration going back on point. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. And and well, vibration always also has to do with birds of a feather flock together. Something that my father always told me. Uh, and something that I was talking about in the program last night after mine as well, that uh, people resonate with each other. It's those vibrational levels to where you feel that you're in sync. You feel that things are, are there, they're, they're good, and they're building. You know, and there are situations where people aren't in sync. Those resonances are completely off, and you can feel it. You know, simply being in the, in the presence of those individuals, is, it's off. It's not that it's better or worse. It's just yeah. different. It doesn't resonate with you. It's on a different resonant frequency. It's like trying to tune in uh, 102 FM when your dial's on 107. Right. You're not going to. You're in the wrong place, yeah. wrong vibration. Yeah, exactly. And and if you get into, if you're looking at 102.3 and you're on 102.5, you're going to get it, but it, it's going to be really off and buggy and, and not clear. You're going to have a lot of snow. Yeah, you're going to yeah. be able to sense it. It's there, but you can't quite make it all the way out. It's not clear yet. And that's because it's not tuned in properly. Exactly. Correct. And there, and, and you know, right whenever you're listening, and whenever you're listening to a band to where they're off key, yeah. somebody's playing off key, you feel that in the music and it just gets with you. You're like, there's a car Ooh. commercial here in America. No, that didn't push good. There's a car. I don't remember what car it was, but it's a car commercial. And the woman is sitting in the car and she's actually in the studio where the kids are in the class. And they're all young kids between like eight and 12. And they're and they're trying to play um, uh, uh, Amazing Grace. 
And not there's like two kids out of the entire orchestra that's actually on tune, and all the rest of them are hideously off tune. Every time that comes on, my brain goes, oh, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> and then, they, then you hear the one or two kids that are on tune, and you recognize the tune and go, oh yeah, they're trying yeah. to play it off tune because then she closes the windows and the sunroof, and there's sound dampering qualities to the car, and that's what they're selling for the commercial and so they have to play it with them being off key because it's it doesn't feel right you hear it and you go like you said the vibration isn't right man <laughs> and you're yeah. like wait a minute this is bad these people are so off key i love these kids and they're trying but oh my god and that's the whole it gives you a headache is it gives you a headache because they're not in sync now if they were all on the wrong key even though it's the wrong key it would it still sound, sound okay it wouldn't sound great, but it would. It, it wouldn't sound, it you know, like it meant to be like that, though. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So um, you have to we, have we one, two, music. or three on key, and then it bugs you because you know you're hearing the right key, and then you're hearing everybody else off key, and that's what right. causes the problem. Exactly. It's, it's that lack of resonance and vibration because resonance is vibration. It's the yeah. same thing. And in reality, this quantum multiverse is resonance, is vibration. It is the interference pattern of those vibrations that is what we see as physical reality, that yeah. they're all vibrations, you know? Yeah. So being in sync, I mean, you, you get that ability of, of, of people. I mean, you, you get the idea of people being able to um, flow through walls. If yes. you're in the right residence, the Philadelphia experiment, for example, whenever they for came example. back from the jump, you know, they would be in the middle of a steel wall. They wall, would die yeah. shortly thereafter. Why? Because at that point, the resonance the was different. mixed with the bulkhead. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly. They were so, at the same time. Yeah. Well, the uh, physics and the Bible tells us there are eleven. Some physics tells us there are thirteen. Some physics tells us there are eight. Um, so it depends on what scientists you want to listen to. Um, well, but uh, right, and they're because they're looking at different resonances. And I don't believe that anybody says that there's like four hundred and fifty thousand levels. I don't believe that. I believe that there are thirteen. The way the universe oh. works, if you look at the laws and understand them. That you there is nothing past okay, 13, that. Thirteen makes sense. Now, yeah. then, then why would the the um, man-made text that we've been following and reading for so many years say eleven? Because um, there's there's actually two passages in the Old Testament that where I think he's talking to Job, to where he mentions the eleven um, uh, different levels. So, because, well, see, from what I've gathered, this is the this is what that's I think a very good question, Mike. Uh, what I've what, it's not something that I discovered on my own. It's something that someone answered that question. That originally, originally there was eleven, although to our perception there was eleven, even though there was thirteen. But we have created twelve and thirteen because of our understanding and our manifestation. We actually, as a species, created, created the pathway back to God, which was missing. Okay. And that was well, that's the power of Babel. Yeah. Yes. And that's the explanation of the power of the Tower of Babel. That's the whole dichotomy of that. Um, CERN as well, maybe. Yeah. It's the par it's the same parallel. How, how many? How many? How many levels have they dug down into? Yeah. So see, they're not building up; they're digging down. They're digging down. Yeah. Exactly. So that's whenever into the center, they understand as below, so above. Yeah. As right. as above, so below. But, what they the, but, they're, below, but they are below. opening the pit. Yes. Without even right. knowing, because that's the direction they're going. That was the dichotomy in uh, in Lord of the Rings when they went to Moria and he said they delved too deep. 
and they unlocked the bell rock. Yeah. That yeah. was what he was. That was what Tolkien was trying to get across. It wasn't that's digging, just, in, that's digging in the wrong direction. That's the whole yes. thing. You will because reach they, because what they did was instead of unlocking something beautiful, they unlocked something evil. And it exactly. was because of their greed of digging too deep that created that. So it was the, the parable of the Tower of Babel. Oh, now I, now I got it. Uh, I wasn't thinking about the dwarves. Right. Uh, you're you're talking you're talking about the depth of the mines and the yes. yeah okay Moria, yeah mines of Moria yeah well, their tower mines of Moria. went down whereas on Earth but it see, went up but see that's part of what's it's also written story. it's still the if same you, dichotomy and they both fell yeah but that's yes that's, that's the thing if if you seek you will find it yes. so it depends on what you're looking for if you're looking for you know the most power and, and greed you're going right. to find it. if you're yes. looking for peace and tranquility and living in in commonality with man and living well here's in the thing a sustainable though, way. both of those stories are trying to tell you that the tower they built up the moria they built down jesus and everybody else is telling you you don't need to go anywhere but right here to fix you and you don't, fix, don't do everything else because you'll get there later on but yeah. obviously because we all die and we all go somewhere Damn. The fact is, we're here right now, and we're here yeah. for a reason. What are we doing? What now? is it? What is that we're supposed? Exactly. What are we supposed to do? And what is what that we're we doing? For? That was right. the conversation I had with the rabbi when he no, said. No, but that's also reading. our other one. The that was the the thing on on Saturday, the nineteenth. It's my ichi guy. Yeah. What is your personal destiny? Right. And if you are in resonance with yourself, you will be tranquil and happy. It's when you are not in resonance with your own destiny that you feel the vibrations to where your life is off because yeah. you know something's not right because you are not being your true you so, you yeah. are not being the best version of yourself and it and doesn't there's, resonate there's, with you read that tammy just showed you the another proverbial tower of babel right dog the, the sphinx is god animal forgot to live life is evil, evil. yeah so it's it's the same that's exactly what that represents as well and it's esoteric you need to be able to understand, and that's the that's the yin and the yang again, right? That's the that's the star of David, the masculine and the right. feminine. That's yeah. the yin and the yang. That's the same. Everything is part, or, or the yin and the yang, right? Everything is part of the same whole, whether it's light or darkness. And without right. either, neither thrives. But well, no, um, actually, light light can thrive. thrive. Light can it thrive without thrive. darkness. But the thing is that one of the things that started off my my original path for for my book is that we're all candles and we're all part of the one, but we couldn't see the brightness of our own candle. Right. And so this reality was created so that we could see what our own candle was. But in order to see the brightness of your candle, you have to have darkness for you to light up to find out how much darkness your candle can actually light up. And yes, so therein so. lies the difficulties that surround us is so we can yeah. find out how bright our candle is. And in the end, we realize that the light that was in us, the light that is us, isn't us. It came from the source. Right. So the more we're connected to the source, the brighter our candle is. But you because can't see that light until there's darkness for you to see how bright that light is. So darkness is a necessity. But if you go too deep in into this the darkness, reality, you chase it. Then you oh, unlock something evil. You go too and deep, you go too high, you're going to get. Mm -hmm. You go too high, you're Icarus. Goes up, must come down. You get too close right? to the sun and your wings melt and you fall to yep. the earth. That's yep. the Tower of Babel. In a different, All right, y'all. We got to take off.
but uh, thank you very much. Yes. And I'm glad that we were able I, to I, thank you. Hey, we had great conversations and thank Norms. You, you yes, gave us did. some great insight there. That was, that was awesome. Thank you very much. Um, you, you guys are, are traveling. We want more pictures from, from yes. wherever you guys are. I got to figure no, out. You guys are noobs. If you want it on our Facebook and our YouTube, if you want to see all the pictures, that's what we're going to be. Posting you guys, about. you guys are in Utah seeing some of the best areas that are around. And yep. uh, don't forget to buy yourself a shovel, buddy. That always helps. I know. But you always got to have the shovel, <laughs> you, you, bro. You got you to bury those bodies, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Love you guys. I'll see you soon. Thank you all for watching. All right, brother. Love you guys. <clears throat> Thanks, Eric. Yeah, Thanks, Norm. continue if you want. Go for yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, we, we will for another 20 minutes, something like that. Yeah, yeah, right. Or an hour. I mean, whatever. <laughs> when I hit the two or hour, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Go. yeah, when I hit the two-hour mark, I'll have to go. Because uh, your, your, your mom has to, has to be fed as well. So we know what's going on. Guess. Thanks, Loma. Thanks, Aaron. Peace. <laughs> and and that's what it is. Um, yeah, and great. life life can be good um, if we choose to look at it that way. Life can be absolutely horrid if we choose to look at it that way because it is good and it is horrid. The light yeah, and the dark exist. Right. There was a song by a band called uh, Accept, a German uh, heavy metal band, speed metal band. And they said in, in the lyric in there, well, it was it was heaven is where hell is. And in the lyrics are heaven is never in heaven. Heaven is where hell is and hell is down on earth. And what he meant by that was exactly what you're saying. Hell is a, is a choice. Heaven is a choice. If you want to be in heaven, all you have to do is choose the light and your life gets better. If you want to be in hell, you choose the darkness and your life gets shittier. It's yep. a matter of perspective. Exactly what Mike is telling you. You are, you are yeah. creating your own reality yep. <laughs> through your yep. perception of what reality means to you. Yep. Okay. So you can look at it more, more so, peacefully. That goes back to what we never finished last year, right? Is, is your reality in your way? <laughs> yeah, thank right? you very much. That, right? That's what brought us together, Leo. Earth Day, Mike. I think you and I need to do that as the theme. Why don't we do that for the theme? I want to do Earth Day. Let's we do that. Planet, right. Why don't we do that? That's perfect. And run that, that for Earth Day and have that as part of the topic for some people to talk about and have other people because I want to have some people on to talk about, um, you know, possibly sobriety, definitely um, uh, problems. No, 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 no. I don't, I'm sorry. I, I know that you're on, on your trip, but I need to be there soon, but I'm not ready yet. I don't want to talk about sobriety just yet because uh, well, I, I fucking hate sobriety. There's a fucking reason why I try not to be sober. Sobriety fucking sucks, dude. Fuck. Not really that, but you just got to get to that point where you understand reality enough to where, <laughs> and I had to realize that, uh, and then it's hard, to, you know, sobriety is hard when you're uh, either on drugs or alcohol. Uh, so I utilized my negative because they gave me medicine so that I was unaddicted and I was there for five days. You I were no able to take advantage to where you no longer had the physical addiction. Then it was only the psychological and habitual addiction. And, I and can those are that. easier. Those are easier to do. Easier to manage than a physical addiction. Now, my psychological addictions are fucked up because when I was down to one cigarette a day, it was still, I would either have coffee or I would eat lunch after lunch. You know, in Mexico, they have the same. You have to break that cycle because there's certain things that we do as a smoker. I did that. You know, you get in my car. You go a cigarette first, you get in the shower, then a cigarette. You eat food, you have a cigarette. You have sex, you have a cigarette. Watch a movie, have a cigarette. Everything you do, a cigarette. I get is in a car, and so later on, even when I exact, it's a reward. I get into my car. I know that my car is free. I get into somebody else's car. I can't smoke. I won't. So yeah, my car, I roll the window down. I'm smoking, flicking my ashes out the window, man. Absolutely, because it's mine <laughs> yep. and it's my freedom. I can, you know, put the well. My radio yep, hasn't worked way. since I got angry because the the radio had a, a short in it, and there was the middle of a 
uh, there was a joke that they were telling on a channel on, on the radio, and I didn't get the punchline of the joke because the short, you know, it sort of stopped. And so I was trying to, to bang it to get it back on to hear the, the punchline, but I knew the punchline was gone, so I hit it just a little bit too hard, and I broke the fucking radio. Um, <laughs> yeah, so now you got nothing, right, at the time? So now, now I just, uh, you know, smoke my cigarette and, and spew and start to just uh, um, right. in my own thoughts, and that sometimes is, is cathartic and good and sometimes negative because, um, you know, you, you take it out in road rage. Because you're you're right. in your own mind and and everybody else is on their own way and, and you're like get out of my way because I'm priority number one on this planet right. and everybody needs to, everybody needs to get the fuck out of my way because I need to get to where I need to get to self important self absorbed you I can't you guys what are you guys doing you're in my way how dare you be in my way yeah people get that ego and they start living there I watched a guy on one of those shows I think it was uh, Court Cam and. Uh, the, they they take it. They took this guy's kids away from him, and he shows up in court. He actually went to jail because he tried to murder the judge, and he was threatening judges and lawyers. I'm going to kill you guys. All this stuff, but it, he was so egoic that he was in court, and he literally said to the judge, "Who the fuck do you think?" And this is the way he was talking. "Who the fuck do you think you are, keeping my kids away from me? Like you have the authority to take my kids from me." Fuck you. Fuck your court. You are nobody. Who the fuck do you think? I don't give you the authority. This He's saying these things like as if he believed that shit. But I do believe that shit, and he's absolutely right. But at the same time, you can't talk to a judge like that because they will physically rip those fucking kids away from you because you did. have so no right. He said, you're fucking dead. I'm going to fucking kill you. And the judge didn't put him in jail right then. He went out and he got a gun and he came back. The judge was no longer there when he came back a couple of days later. And he tried to kill some other judge that wasn't even involved. And of course, he went to attempted murder. He's in jail for the rest of his life now because he was so egoic. He believed that I'm going to go get a gun and I, because of who I am, I'm going to kill that motherfucker and I will get away with it because I am no, me. He, he, he didn't think that he would get away with it. Just he never thought that far. You're probably he right. just You're thinks probably. about himself and his own needs. Right. He doesn't think about any other consequences, any others, because what is he going to think about the judge's kids, the judge's daughter, the judge's friends? They're going to miss him, even though he might be a corrupt son of a bitch or whatever, but they're going to miss him at some point. And so you have to think about all those externalities and that right. quantum multiverse that actually does exist ego in everything that you do. Receive that. Ego, ego is only about the self. It's only about self. That's why I talk about the gut is sometimes a problem. Go with your gut. Yeah, your gut doesn't have very much of a brain. Right. So right. Uh, now some people say that our that our gut is our second brain and that sort of thing. And it does the subconscious uh, quantum processing and, and whatever. So we should listen. And many times our gut tells us because there's something off in the resonance. You know, if your brain's telling you their salesman is telling you a good thing, but the, your gut is telling you there's something off about this guy. In yeah. that case, yeah, trust your gut. Yeah, I agreed. So Kathy's but when smoking on 4-11-2009. Cold turkey. That's good. I quit on April 6th, 2012. I didn't do it, on, uh, or 2013. I didn't do it cold turkey. I ended up uh, using it first the patch and the gum and that kind of stuff. Uh, but I did quit, and I haven't gone back. And then uh, I, I, on the 3rd of March, uh, I quit drinking alcohol. My choice to actually quit happened on the 7th. <laughs> right uh but uh, i i was uh, you know the sobriety been sober since the third yeah, on the third um, shows after that one it was probably more around the fifth uh or yeah, the sixth. I, 
I realized that I wasn't going to get to it anymore. I, I, yeah. I, I, I was going to stop smoking in 2000 because at 28, I was too old for this shit anymore. I, I should be wiser and shit. Mm. Right? Well, I quit. Yeah, that, that, really, that really fucking worked. I, I quit when I before I turned. I know as you have a cigarette and you're taking a drag. I quit before. I, <laughs> but, uh, it was it was not easy, but it, it, it you know cigarettes were harder than uh, me. The psychological addiction to cigarettes because the craving. Actually, I think that helped me with the alcohol because the craving for alcohol happens the same way. The the physical addiction and the psychological addiction to nicotine only lasts for five minutes, and that's not a joke. If you can convince yourself not to have a cigarette and it will go click the second you have the, the I need to have a cigarette, go click, turn on a, a timer. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I swear I'm not going to do it. It builds up. It builds up. It builds up. And at the five minute mark, it crashes and disappears and goes away. Wow. Really? Yep. Five minutes. That is good information. Five that is minutes. something that so if you can I can't go. I go two, I two minutes, two and a half minutes. And I'm like, fuck it. Where's oh, I got to go get some cigarettes. I'm out. It builds up and it gets really hard. But if you can talk, well, nicotine is worse than heroin. Minutes, then the, the craving actually drops. It goes away. You no longer have the craving. And then it only gets you on the next cycle. For the, the cycle starts when you first wake up in the morning. The distance of time between the second you go, oh, I'm awake, and you light a cigarette starts your cycle. If you wake up and light a cigarette immediately, you might end up being a chain smoker for the day. If you wait yeah. 15 minutes or a half an hour or an hour before you smoke, that sets the precedent. Your craving will happen an hour later and oh. then an hour later and then an hour later. Psychological so programming. Minutes, you have an entire hour if that's the what your precedent is in between cigarettes. Whatever the distance is between what you smoke, that timeline is when your craving happens. And then if you're in a setting like this, where you're talking a lot, time, your brain thinks a lot more time has happened. I used to do the same thing and I would smoke a lot more while oh, I was I, I smoke a pack during my shows. Right, because you're caught, you're talking about, now you're thinking, you're lighting a cigarette, your mind and your body thinks that an hour has gone by when it's been five minutes, 10 minutes. So you light another cigarette. So but if you can fight that craving, five minutes, it goes away and it will, it'll come back. Um, let's add uh, it again. Um, she can't write and listen at the same time. Absolutely. I just wanted to bring that up because the same sections are being uh, lit up in your brain because when you're writing, you're actually speaking uh, and speaking is actually interpreted by the same part of the brain as the listening because it's linguistics. And so you can't actually do the two things at the same time. You have to choose which one you're going to do. I'll try and re uh, listen to videos and read articles. I can't. I can't, dang it, I can't write and listen at the same time. Because <laughs> you can't. Um, yeah, it's hard. Your yeah, brain hard. won't process it. Yeah, your um, brain has a hard time it, processing one or the it, other. You're, it's, you're practic writing it's, practically, it's practically impossible. Yeah. Um, why? Because you will shut off the listening in order to speak to write. Yep. Okay. Uh, or you will shut down the speak to write to listen and comprehend. Because you'll hear it, you'll hear it, but you were not listening. Right, that's like that's like trying to read and listen to somebody at the same time unless you're reading what they're saying. Oh, I'm I'm sitting there. I'll be out there yeah. with my mother. And you can I'll you can listen to music and write or or something. You can, you can and, listen to music and write, and that's fantastic. Right, there's I do no that with, uh, classical. When I write, I listen to classical music. And that's fantastic. Because there's words, no lyrics. There's nothing. I'm trying to learn say German, and the television is on. I'll, I'll sometimes I'll go, wait a minute, what was that word that they just said? Because I'm hearing it now. There is, mm -hmm. It's not showing it to me because they're teaching you how to spell as well. So you're listening, saying True. words and spelling words. So sometimes they don't give you the word to look at and you have to hear it. I'm like, wait a minute, I mute the television and play it back because the TV is distracting. My brain is trying to catch both. 
what's being said there and what's being said here. And you can't and I'm cross trying to focus on this, and my brain is hearing that as well. So it's splitting my attention. So I mute it, listen to that, got it, unmute the television, and then I go. So it's just the same as so that. Oh, but see, I get people tell me, oh, but I can do two things at the same time. No, if they're occupying different parts of the brain, yes, yeah. fine. And you're paying less attention to each, right. actually. Uh, and so you're doing both. Instead of 80 or 85% capacity, you're doing both at 20% capacity. So you're going to fuck both up. Uh, but yeah, you're doing two things. Congratulations. Kudos, you're multitasking. Um, but the, uh, the ability to focus on one thing, get it done, and then be able to switch your focus to another thing and get it done correctly, yes, requires patience, time management, and an and ability to focus on, yeah, I've got 20 things to do. Oh, my mom would do that. She, uh, ah, 20 yeah. things to do. She would just shut down and not do any of them because she couldn't handle any of them. What I end up doing is I've got 20 things to do. All right, priorities. This is number one. I know that those other things are on the list. I'm not thinking about them. I need to do this first. Boom. I get right. that done. I still have the to-do list. And so you're scratching things off the to-do. But each one in, its, in and of itself is its own focus. You have the multiple things. At the end of the day, I ended up doing a bunch of different stuff, but I didn't do them all at the same time. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done any of them right. Right, right. Well, and then that's just like Kathy said, she crochets and uh, reads patterns and listens at the same time. That I, I know someone, Mandy, as a matter of fact, Mandy Wilson, who is the curator for Ancient Aliens Worldwide. Um, whenever we're doing, when we're doing shows live, she'd be she'd be doing the same thing, crocheting. Yeah, and that's listening, awesome. Not and, a problem. Not a problem. It allows you. A different part of the brain. Yeah. Plus, the crochet is is a, a sequence, a constant thing. So you're actually not thinking about it. You're just going through the motions. Right. And it gets, it, it, it's you, your, it's your muscle memory. Feeling. It's not your mental processing. You're not actually using your cerebral cortex. Right. You're just processing. Now, the ultimate pattern, yes, but you already set that out. Your subconscious already dealt with that. Okay. And at some point, you're going to go, oh, wait, the pattern had to change here. And at that point, you're going to stop concentrating on what you're doing, reconcentrating on your knitting. And then once it gets into the pattern, you follow the pattern and continue listening to what you were listening to before. Oh, I'm multitasking. No, you're not. No. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're breaking Zen things moment. Down. It's like I, I, the, one of the books that I read when I was younger was Zen and the, and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. This guy was a, what, rode motorcycles and uh, motorcycle maintenance was his Zen. That was the time when he could uh, clear his mind. It was the same thing as meditating. And so that was, he was teaching that just exactly what you're saying. You can find things that are creative to do. Uh, like somebody earlier said, I don't remember who it was, said, when I get mad, I, I wash dishes or I clean. Some people do yeah. that. They get angry. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, because you are treat. doing something physical yeah. to where you don't have to think about it. For example, it's great whenever I'm, I'm pissed. I mean, the other day I was pissed that I walked for two and a half hours. Right. And I walked the same pattern three times, but I just walked. Now yeah. I'm getting old, and so my hips and my knees and, and now my shins started hurting because I haven't played soccer in about six months. But right. um, <laughs> but still, you have to go out. And that Me was walking. I processed all that shit in my head. Washing dishes. I also cleaned the, the kitchen and washed dishes. When you're washing dishes, you're not thinking about scrubbing up. Personally, I am thinking about scrubbing all the things off the dish and making it perfect, but right. that's my zip. But otherwise, you're just going through the motions and running through all that shit in your mind. Dishes and then put them in the dishwasher. I'm like, because that sanitizes them. I'm cleaning them, and that's taking care of anything I miss. But I'm the same way. No, see, I, everything. No, yeah. I, I don't. Uh, when I put them in the dishwasher, I used to hate it because you have to wash them beforehand because the dishwasher doesn't get everything. Now I just rinse them off while they're still wet. It hasn't dried and caked on. So I just right. rinse it off and then let it do it. But 
My preference. We're kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. But yeah, but my preference because I don't trust a dishwasher because I've pulled dishes out of there that ain't clean. Um, so my preference. Somebody put it in I there. wash. Filthy. I wash my dishes for for three and a half years or more. I was actually you know cooking the meals and washing the dishes and everything else. I washed the pots. I never used a dishwasher during the, those three years. Why? Because I washed every plate and every pan and every skillet. Right. I didn't trust it for anything else. I wanted the stuff that I was using to be clean, and the only one that can guarantee that I'm it's going to be clean is me. I'm, I like. I won't let anybody touch the cast iron. Don't even touch it. Go away from me. That's mine. No, I don't want to see any soap in that. If you put soap in that, I swear to God, I'm going to throw it away. Oh, they, 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 not, not only the, the – deter- <laughs> I've used the detergent, um, but the, but some people use like this um, – the thing that, that uh, puts crystal on, on or, or makes the, the metal shiny or something like that. Yeah, and I'm like, that. no, because that crap's going to be in our food later on. So, right. no, I'm not putting that in my shit. Okay. My favorite is the old skillets. They're like 20 years old and you're scraping the rust off every time you're washing it because that iron is getting into the food and everything else. And that's right. good food. It's right. got the flavor. It's got the mojo. It's got the juju of everything yep, you've been putting in into still it. in there, and you just put you just cook, you wash it out with a, a hot rag, and then you put oil back in there, and you and you heat it back up, and you leave the oil in there, man. It's like oiling a good baseball mitt. You don't yep. oil that baseball mitt and let it dry out or dry it off, but soap in there to get the oil Absolutely. out of it. The oil is the key to keep that thing perfect. Same thing with cast iron. Uh, and then like uh, nonstick pans, I'm like, don't, I don't want to see those in the dishwasher. You're going to ruin my nonstick. I don't want you to touch it. Let me have it. Same thing with my cooking tools. Do not touch that. I don't want that knife in the dishwasher. I got to wash that well, knife. Because I, don't, I don't want that detergent on the food when I'm cutting knife, through it. I don't want it on the food next time. Exactly. Right? Because it so will like, get there. will come over and she'll, she'll start doing dishes or something. She'll, can I put this in the dishwasher? Yes. You know, I'm like, any Tupperware, I don't give a shit about it. Put it in the dish, but don't, I don't want you, my cookware. I fucking hate washing Tupperware because yeah. there are these little crevices underneath that I can't get into with the sponge. Yeah. And my mind tells me, I know there's bacteria in there, and I didn't get to it. Get my fucking food, man. And I didn't get to it, so I tossed that in the hot water from the washing uh, the washing machine. All right, find the dishwasher. It'll sterilize it. It's good. Yeah, Um, rinse it out and try to get the soap off of it before I use it. Those those little (laughs) those little Tupperware things. I mean, everybody knows here in the house that I don't wash. I I hate washing those Um, because internally they're easy. But it's the external, and and it, it builds up, and so. But I'll wash all. None of the metalware goes into the dishwasher, because um, it just uh, leaves a stain on it and everything else. So I'll fill the dishwasher with, you know, the normal stuff, the eating ware and the plates and everything else, and the cooking ware actually gets washed by hand. Um, but that's you know everybody hates doing that. Oh, why, why do I have to do it by hand? Why not? We did it for hundreds of years, you lazy ass bastard. Fuck you. Right? You know, um, they make they make everything so so freaking uh, people so lazy by doing that. Like I have this remote for the television that you can just speak to, right? So when so well, now, well, 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 hold on. When I was a kid, my dad also had a remote. It was called me. me. Yeah. Mikey, go change the channel, and I'd have to so get up and go from three. three. I'd have to go. To- he go. He go. Start a channel two. No, go to three. Go to four. Wait. Let's wait till the commercials. No. Go to five. And then it was the rabbit ears. You got to move that. Have your brother move the rabbit ears. While you're oh wait, no, no. The worst thing is when wait. Touch the end of the rabbit ear. Extend your arm over here. All right. Cool. We got a connection. I remember, All right. I remember my dad stand, going. Touch your brother's stand, arm. Stand, Touch your brother's stand arm. Like, okay. Don't like move. You guys for, stand for the next hour. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Right. Julie says that too. Why was the remote? Yeah. Right. And so then we got lucky or we got lazy. And then we had a remote that was attached by the cord. And then you had the clicker, which wasn't, it was battery operated and it worked on, uh, first one worked on light and then the next one worked on the infrared. And then they, then they started getting better. Uh, you know, but now, People don't even want to press buttons with their fingers, so they press one button uh, and then talk to the to the machine. And the television prompts you. I'll type in, like, uh, say I'm going to Fox, right? I want to go to Fox International. I'll go 760. On the screen, it says, next time, hit the button and say Fox News. I'm like, really? Really, the computer is telling me, be lazier. Press Calm it down. Exactly. Be lazier. Yeah. Why? Because they want your voice recognition. Right. They can't get your voice recognition if they don't have enough inputs because the Samsung TV will be picking up conversation. But if you're sitting there zoning out to the TV, not saying a damn word, then they don't have your data on file. The more that you talk into the AI system, the more of your data they have on file. Now, we are personally fucked because they've got hundreds of hours of my voice online. So they'll be able to fucking copy my shit. Yeah. Exactly. However, normal human beings... Our facial don't talk to you and our voice. Yeah, they got us all. Your, your your cell phone and everything else. Oh yeah, they got you by. The, yeah, but you can actually choose to unplug. Now, will they notice? But they won't care. Yeah. Okay. Unless now, what they want to do, and this will be the the in the Armageddon system, they will create a chaos system to where everybody will want to run to the city centers, and at that point, you'll have to be marked to be identified. Yeah. You just don't have to comply with that system. Right. But that means going back to that lazy way that you were before. You'll own nothing, but you'll be happy. Right. right. Or you're going to work your ass off. You're going to sweat your ass off. And you're going to eat some stuff that isn't made in a, re- in a four-star restaurant that you would could have paid $150 to really have a nice meal. But you cooked it yourself. Um, and you're surviving outside the system. And they're not telling you what you need to think. I, lo- I love what Tammy said. It, 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 you know, if you if you ever were, if you ever was the remote uh, for your dad, you were the bomb, especially if you watched Planet of the Apes or Star Trek, et cetera, with your dad. And I did. Uh, I watched Planet of the Apes, watched Star Trek. We watched what was that one? There was one where these aliens were coming down. Uh, and the only way you could tell them from humans was their pinky had this look like a like it was broken. Uh, they had this little part of their pinky that was crooked. And that was the only way you could tell the aliens from the humans. I forgot what that one was called. Uh, but that was around the time. Oh, when, like, like, like that one. Yeah, it was crooked. Yeah, it was it was a messed up. And so you could, that was the only way you could tell that they were not human. Uh, but yet we watched, uh, uh, you know, the uh, wide world of sports. You know, they had the agony of defeat. The guy who was the oh, agony of defeat didn't even know he was the agony of defeat for 15 years until someone told him. He's like, what? They took that time I crashed and used that. Like, yeah, that's you're you're immortalized on television, bro. And he's like, but, but I did. But, I, but they, they didn't get the medal that I won the next year and, and everything else. I mean, right. they, they don't, like that's I, what I'm remembered for. Yeah, he's, he's remembered for that, for the agony of defeat, but not all the medals he won prior to and afterwards. You know what I mean? Uh, but. Right. And that yeah, can Lawrence be frustrating. Welk, said Lawrence Welk, right? Oh God, I remember listening to Lawrence Welk. My my abuelita, uh, my grandmother, right. and, my and, dad's uh, side. And Johnny and Johnny on night uh, late night, right? Johnny Carson, late night, right? Oh man, Carson. Um, see, in oh. some houses, my great grandmother went to sleep at nine thirty, so I would have to turn it way down. But yeah, Johnny Carson was way down, and I would laugh, and I'd have to hold my right. laughter so I wouldn't wake up uh, Bisabuela. Uh, right. And in my grandparents' house. Uh, they turned on the news at 10 until 10.20, right. 
because the the weather came on at 10 15 and as soon as they knew the weather yeah they turned off the tv and went to bed yeah because they didn't and care so, about that right jack LaLanne, came off after mother used to lay down and do the calisthenics with jack lalane when i was i a remember kid. those those uh vcr those videotapes of jack lalane yeah <laughs> that, i remember was... watching them on television bro they would there was tell it was all live on television my mom was was laying down on her back doing the bicycle thing with Jack Lane and us kids were laying there doing it with her, getting our calisthenics in. It was it was not it was not VCR tapes. It was actually in syndication at that time when I was a kid. Oh, I didn't. Man. <laughs> no, I didn't watch. I mean, see, the thing is, when I was growing up, I didn't. Yeah, I knew everything that was on every channel. We didn't buy a TV guide. Everybody asked me what was on, and I could tell them it was on all five channels for twenty four hours of the day, because uh, right. I knew I knew the programming of the week. Right. Uh, and so I, I generally knew I, it was just all up here. I, I had, you know, 30 different phone telephone numbers in my head. I knew, you know, mother's friends and absolutely remembered everything for us. So we know, I had a spelling bee. I went to a dictionary. I memorized the entire fucking dictionary to make sure that I knew. And I got fucked up with Arctic because I forgot there's a C in the middle. Yeah. Right. A-R-T-I-C. Third place. Oh, Petticoat what was Green Acres came on right before Green Petticoat Junction. Green Acres is the place for me. Wrong <laughs> living. Right? And then, and then uh, what's her name? Uh, was That was around that same time with Coochie Coochie. Coochie Coochie. Oh, yeah. That was. Uh, um, oh, what was her God. name? Oh, I can't remember her name. Oh, nobody can, but everybody remembered those bazongas. Right? Um, yeah, no joke. And that was the time when. when uh, What's your name too? The, was also uh, on I the genie was on back then, and I love Lucy. That was the back in the oh 70s. Lucy Charo Junior remembers Charo Gucci Gucci Charo. Charo. That's it. Yeah, she was Mexican or some. <laughs> Kathy like remembered that. it too. Charo. Isn't that funny? The uh, women remember her name, and the guys remember her her gazongas. We remember because she'd always come out like this. I mean, that's, that, that's the whole. That. Yeah, you know, yeah. Funny. Is the around that same time or not too long uh, prior to? Uh, when she was doing that, uh, Elvis was banned from the pelvis down. However, when she was shaking her gazongas, they weren't banning that, were they? Because that didn't they, turn on the little girls and the women, so the men weren't jealous. That turned on the men, so they said, shut up, wife. Go get me something out of the kitchen. Another <laughs> time. Um, right? When the wives weren't even watching TV because they're still cleaning up after they're dinner. They're busy cleaning up from everything. The guys were watching. They had no idea yeah. what's going on. Right? They, the they one... did that in, in Back to the Future where the dad was fixing the television and mom's cooking. She had no idea what was on TV. She said, come on, quit screwing with that thing. You're going to miss your dinner. Because <laughs> that was her focus. The television didn't care. Yeah, yeah. it didn't. Uh, the programming, that's something for people to get away from their real life. And she's like, this is real life. Of course, of course, of course. Of course. Oh, Mr. Ed. <laughs> Mr. Bewitched. Ed, yes. And, and bewitched. Where we used to have the sunglasses that were Mr. Ed size that everybody oh, would wear. Oh, I had, I had those. Head and they were this wide. And everybody's walking those. around with the Mr. Ed glasses or the sunglasses. Well, here, here's one for Tammy. rock in their uh, pocket back in the 70s. I dream a genie, right? I said that one earlier. I'm, I'm thinking, oh. I'm thinking Flipper. Flipper's a good one too, right? Flipper, oh my god, that was right after what was that dog, Lassie? You right, know, Lassie, Lassie that they, right. they had that whole thing in, in syndication at the time. Lassie was on, right? The monkeys were on. I mean, those were all See, the, television. Uh, that was our uh, entire what, programming. What was it? What uh, was that? Three's uh, Company. Uh, I remember Three's Company. Three's Company was really big, really big in the 70s, right? Going into the 80s. Um, what was the other one where they were? 
uh, oh crap, I can't remember the name. Remember when they were they were on the uh, on the boat and they got stuck on the island. Uh, Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island. Island. Ah, yeah, Gilligan's Island. Well, everybody yeah. loves Ginger and Marianne. Ginger and Marianne were hot. Yep. Well, yep, they they, they were, were the ones that, but they came on they right before or after. Then you have, but remember, the Love Boat and Fantasy Island on Friday Love Boat, night. Fantasy Island. That was those were on. Um, that, that, that was that was a Friday night. That was that was your your party. That was when, on when when you Dallas were was on prime time. It's back on oh, prime time here in America. Oh, They've yeah. redone it. They're doing it now. It's on the air still. Well, see, I used to live about uh, fifteen miles away from um the ranch that dallas was filmed on so i went yeah, to was... bonanza's ranch up there in in nevada in nevada you can go on the ranch the one they found oh, that's out. fucking awesome that bonanza. is badass yep we go on there on the on the ranch bonanza ranch uh and everything is exactly the way you saw it everything the whole lot they built to film that is still there and it's a tourist attraction i went there when i was a kid was well, see uh, the dallas uh farm wasn't a tourist attraction it was actually a working farm it was real they fun. just used it to film yeah so it's still there, but yep. it does have the film attraction as well and, and everything right. else on, on the side. But yeah, and it's not that big, actually. Um, but it's uh, but but it the ranch wasn't that big either. It was as small as my house, really. It was just a few buildings and you could go inside. But, and, you know, it was, you're like, what? It seemed bigger on TV. Well, that's because on TV they had, the, you know, all the whole area where they were plowing and all that other stuff that wasn't part of the ranch in real life. That's like people don't realize that when you're filming on a set, and people walk upstairs. They go upstairs and around the corner to nothing, and they stop up there until they go cut, and then they walk back out. <laughs> and when someone walks down the stairs, it's the same. They built the stairs go up to a place where you can can't see them on camera, and then they walk downstairs because it's their that's they're coming into the scene. Uh, but there's no there's nothing up. There's no second story. There's no, there's no second story. Now that's yeah. interesting. Very. Hollywood does. See that was stage two. <laughs> see that was back in the sixties. Yeah. If they were doing that back then, what are they doing now with people lying down on the streets and, and playing dead and them filming right. it? And then you see them in the rearview mirror as they get up after the truck goes by yeah. um, because it's all a fucking movie. Right. Um, that's where we get back to what are we going to do with life as it is now? Yeah. If it's all a fucking movie, yes, it's all a fucking movie, but make yeah. your own movie. Well, but don't in buy control. into theirs yeah. right we're in control of changing that narrative that's the whole talk of the principle awakening of thing that's the whole fucking awakening thing yeah it is that's exactly that is the way that is the Tao. that is the the buddha that is the christ way that is mohammed's what everybody's been trying to teach us throughout all of time with all the scriptures is the way to understand or understand get what's going on the knowledge that your vibration, you are part of the creation, part of the creator, and that you have the ability to create your reality along with other people we all co-create. So we either listen to their narrative, like Mike said, and you go down this dark path of, of being a subject and being a slave and doing what they tell you, or we go back to the way it's supposed to be where we're all loving. Which is harder. Which it's is a harder. lot fucking harder, right? well, but it's a lot that, more you know, worthwhile. Easier, more seductive. Even Yoda said that. It's easier and more seductive because it gives you instant gratification. But the problem is there's no longevity there. Okay? So the the, the longevity not is the longer road. That's why it's called longevity. It's the longer road. It takes longer to get there. It takes more work. But the truth is forever takes work, but it's worth it. Now, here and now, the evil way, it doesn't have any forever in it. It has a finite ending. Right now, it's already been designed into the system. 
Oh, yeah. That's what you need to understand. Uh, oh, I'm going to get drunk right now, but in two hours, I'll have a headache. And, you know, in four hours, in two I'll hours, be... I'm going to feel great until I pee. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so it's the now versus the long term. And see, the problem is that when people are also focused on the long term, they don't actually enjoy the now. And right. So that's something that, that we can't lose focus on. So it's, there's this balance between the two. It's right. actually enjoying where you're at. Otherwise, you're going to have horrible memories as you get older but still right. working towards something that you already have a vision of and need to right. build your own. And that goes back own. to that conversation with the rabbi when he said that, to understand this is what you had talked about earlier. The what Ichigai. are you created for? And then you understand what your mission is, but you also have to spend time in the now because you have to take care of yourself. But if you focus too much time here, it's the same as going too far in like they did for evil purposes. But if you're not and you're spending too much time on the outside, you know, there's the outside Tower of Babel that we see in that storyline. So both of those are the dichotomy between going inward too much and looking outward to the long term. Okay, um, let's, 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 let's play with this one. Here. Let's play with this one a, a little bit. I just got this thought and it would be interesting. We have that live, right? Yep. And if we see live inverted, it's evil, right? Yeah, right. And where they have their own balance is the E. And I was thinking, right. yeah, but what would be the E? That's the part of the B. It's not this way. It's going this way. It's got the B right above. And it's right. it's being, and being what you're always talking about in your in yours. Okay. Yep. It's not and about the live being. or the that's evil. The it's the, the human being. that we are. We are being. We're trying to be. And that exactly. is what? That's the B. That's the E of the balance between the two. It's weird that balance starts with B. Right, B A exactly. L N C, and, and that's e. and that starts and balance. that starts. Balance with begins with a B and ends with an E because you are being in between that. That is being. The balance exactly. is being, and it, it's that that ability to simply, uh, being is choosing who you are. To understand and realize, being objective, yes. Choosing who, because you will choose every instant who you yes, are. You have to always. Yeah. You have to, and so yeah. it's understanding that, and and the R is the B conjugated for you and now, right? So it's the part of you have to choose who you choose to be at each right. moment that you live. Do you want to be an evil person? Do you want to be and a then good not person? Not only that I'm being, but what do I want to become? Come. What do I want to be in the future. It's, what do I no, want but to that, be is, that is the be that is coming. Yes. But it's coming on the path that you choose to follow because if you choose a negative path, you will become somebody else. Right. Right. And so when you're truly being, it's all now, like you talked about before. Reality but is with the now. with the vision of the Ichigai, your own personal right. destiny. So you're not, oh, I'm, I'm going to be um, a crackhead. So we know that you're going to lose your head, and, and in about five years, you're going to die because your system can't fucking handle it, and you're going to be dead. Right. So fine, you can become uh, one of those little uh, yeah. alabaster things with the, the RIP <laughs> written on it. Or... Right. You have your own personal Ichigai. You realize what your purpose for here was, and you're trying to draw that path towards that uh, ultimate destiny, that ultimate purpose, and you can be who you know you are and become you have to be the path. The so, you know, so the truth is, instead of looking forward, because if you're constantly looking forward to something that's in no, the but, future, but, but you have to look forward to so you're not manifesting it now. 
But see, the reason you look forward is to be able to see and draw out that the end path. game. This is so, that exactly. end game, but I need to draw it to myself. I don't have to run to it. I, in the end, there. I have to know what step I need to take tomorrow morning. Why? Because all of this you do before you go to sleep. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to do this, this, that, and the other because that is taking me to where I ultimately want to be and right. what I want to Changing become. your vibration for the better to, to succeed and become what you want. I love what, what Tammy says. Without the honeybee, right, we are extinct. We are extinct. And yes, the honeybees are disappearing all over the world, so our time is limited. Uh, in Hawaii, they actually found a way to replace. They don't usually use the bees on these flowers. Uh, some of the birds are used, but those birds were actually hunted to extinction. So you have botanists that have to repel down a mountain and physically touch the stem and touch the, the, the flower. And they have to pollinate. Otherwise, this rare uh, flower becomes right. extinct because well, it that's, can't grow. That's and what happen if the, <clears throat> if, the, if the other animals and they did start picking up the I remember when that happened and the honeybee was was dying off here in California. It's come back. But it was in that time when it was really scary. Well, then all of a sudden you saw a uh, hundred bumblebees where you didn't see, you'd see one or two because they were picking up the slack and becoming more uh, and growing in population because the honeybee, the European honeybee was, was disappearing. So the other bees that were doing the same pollination now were, were flourishing and they weren't, you know, everyone's like, Oh my God, a bumblebee run. They were right there doing the same thing. They don't care about me. They're trying to pollinate. They're trying to get the nectar, and they don't give a exactly. crap about me. They don't, it's you're, you're just an object. When they get you're, mad at me, you're, you're oh. just an object between them and the next flower. Right. Or actually, you they might think you're a flower, so they'll investigate you later on. They'll figure out that you've got nothing there for them, them and then I'm, they'll go on their way. When I was working outside uh, and I was taking care of pools, some this, it, my deodorant or my aftershave. I think it was the aftershave. For some reason, wasps thought it was the it was the female sex or organ. Oh shit! Yeah, I they were coming around my hands and my face, and I'm like, "What is going on?" And they kept like coming, just like, "Oh my god!" and landing on me, and they were like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Okay, is this?" They're thinking it's nectar, or are they thinking this this is like you know calling for sex? Either way, I realized that it was my it was the the aftershave I was using. So the next day. I changed and didn't use that aftershave at all. And I came to work and they were just flying around and ignoring me. And then I, I did it as a scientist. I came back the third day with it on again and was just chased out of the freaking place because of that. I was like, wow. One time when I was down in um, Yosemite National Park, I, I ran out I was with my father. Big. I was out with my father and we were out at the time for over a month on motorcycles driving around. We went up to Canada through the Canadian Rockies, came back in the United States. We had Independence Day with the Canadians, then came back for the 4th of July for our Independence Day in America. So we're partying like crazy. We come back. We end up down in Yellowstone. We actually went to Yellowstone first because we went down to San Diego and came back. While I was there, I ran out of, of hair soap. So we just picked up one that it's a store at the store, a little small one. And I washed my hair in it. And when we got outside, I took off my helmet and my and I had a bandana on my head. I took that off. And all of a sudden, every fly in the valley landed on my head. I mean, there must have been a hundred or thousands of flies. My entire head was covered with flies. You could not see the and I can't I'd do this. Oh, my God. And they would fly up and come back fly up and come back and they were just whatever was in that soap 
they were attracted to like it was honey. And my father was like, what is going on? And I was like, I don't know. These flies are all. So I had to beat the flies off with my bandana and cover my head and put my hat on and my helmet or put my helmet back on. And he's like, let's get out of here. So he immediately went back to the campground and I rewashed my hair with hand soap and that stopped. And I threw that thing in the garbage <laughs> and got a different yeah, you, soap. You, you don't want fucking flies being attracted to your head. That's just no. some nasty shit. No, because um, what they can do, they're all going to drop some freaking, you know, larva on you. Exactly. On me, and you're going to have maggots growing. growing my head. Yeah. You're going to have maggots in your hair. Sorry. Ah, that, oh, was, cool. that was just scary. Yeah. That was, I don't know what that was about. So, yeah, that was just bad. So, that was a weird thing that happened to me. And it was the soap. So, some things react in nature uh, in ways that we're not aware of until somebody finds out about it and then goes, hey, don't do that. That's bad because that draws them. Uh, you know, like flies or to honey or bees to honey uh, or, you know, bees to pollen. Actually, bees aren't drawn to honey. No, um, they flies make are drawn. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, their, their larvae are, and that's actually their food. That's why it's good food for us. And honey is actually one of the best foods that there is. So, yes, one of the things that I want to do is set up a beehive in here. I've got enough flowers and everything else for in trees for them to actually be useful. Um, but it would be interesting to actually have honey, fish, chicken, eggs, and rabbits, uh, and vegetables in the hydroponics. It's the ultimate cycle that, that I want to be able to build. Now, how am I going to do that? I have no idea. Uh, you can send me PayPal at perspective at protonmail.com. Uh, not a problem. We'll work on it. Uh, <laughs> right. Got a, a shameless plug in there. Go. Right. Why not? There's nothing wrong with that. Right. So well, we, it's time anyway. I got to get off here. You you know that it's getting late. I got to go and, and help my mom. So so shameless plug is what we do. Right. We have to. If, you, if we don't plug ourselves, who's going right? to? Well, I, I usually don't because I, I don't share this out or, or that because I'm sort of a, a shy type of person. But since I've got an audience, you know, um, y'all are here. So go ahead. Right. Um, right. So there, there's difference. Um, yeah, I'm on YouTube, and I seem to be an arrogant guy, and, and I love the limelight and all that kind of shit. But in reality, I'm, I'm kind of shy and, and don't like the attention because usually the attention comes with expectations and their opinions and everything else. And, right. you know, all of a sudden. And so I've, I've had lots of attention from lots of family for many years because I was the only son, only grandson on both sides, only great-grandson. Um, and so you get a lot of attention on you. Uh, and at, at one I point... A, I, I come from a huge family, so... For, for me, the only attention I got was <clears throat> I was my father's firstborn son that actually survived. So because of that, I did have a lot of attention. I was little Lenny because he was Lenny. You know, I was named after him. He's Leonard Sr. Exactly. So I, he was Lenny and I was little Lenny. I was little Lenny forever. Little Lenny. And then I became oh, little people, Lenny. People, people <laughs> never remembered my name. They assumed that my dad called me his name in junior. Now, his second son. My now father called me junior or JR most of the time. At first, it was little Lenny. And then it was junior or JR. Uh, and, and he never called me by my name until, until once, I, once I reached like puberty, uh, he stopped calling me little Lenny. Uh, and then he called me junior or JR. And that was my name, according to my father, till the day he died. I, you know what I mean? He you were Jr. until you were you were Jr. Ewing until he died. Right, I was Jr. When when he had Christmas presents, he put Jr. He didn't put Lenny. He didn't put Leonard. He put Jr. I was Jr. to my dad. I was Junior, and that was my, that's literally on my birth certificate. My name on my birth certificate has the Jr. at the end of it, right? Oh. So my name literally is is well, my birth certificate name is different than the one I go by, but uh, but it has the last name and then Jr. and the last name is just spelled differently. It's my my given my born name 
is Leonard Edward Neal, N-E-A-L, Jr. And people associate yeah, yeah, yeah. that with the junior, like, uh, for instance, there's a race car driver, and uh, and his name uh, has a junior at the end of it, and his name is Martin, Martin Truex, and he's a junior. So his name is Martin Truex Jr., and people think his last name is Truex Jr. And he's like, they don't call him Martin or Martin Truex. They always say Martin Truex Jr. And he's like, I get that I'm a junior, but people think the JR is part of my last name. And I'm like, well, it but is. See, technically it is because you could be Martin whatever the third. Right. Which right. means that you're the, the third, you're the grandson, you're the grandson right. Right. or the fourth. Well, and that is part of your name. Edward Neal the second for a while. That and would be nice. I didn't that, have that's a royal. Because that's I sort of royal. Yeah, well, because I am royalty. That's what my blood, my DNA. I am royalty. So I put the second, and I was going to go by the third if I had a child who I named after me, which I didn't do. So I just dropped it and I just went back to the king of Ireland, the, the king of Ireland, Leonard the second. Truthfully, yeah. The, the <laughs> truth is, my family, the O'Neill, you can look this up, people. O'Neills have a greater claim to the throne of England and the UK than those people who usurped the throne. They usurped it. So you might have the next king after after you look at Henry V, that entire movie was Henry V usurping the crown. See, I love Henry V, and so you're a descendant of Henry. Henry, I'm I'm the actual descendant that should have been in charge, not Henry. Henry came; he was Welsh. We're actually Welsh. Henry's claim to the throne was. He was related to Edward the Black, but he was Edward's sister's bloodline. I'm a direct descendant of Edward the Black, hence oh. the middle name being Edward. So you're actually closer than Henry V actually was. Yeah, I, my family should be in charge of the UK, not the current people that are in charge. Well, the current Henry people, the there are Germans, so and they aren't even... The people that are in charge now usurped it from Henry. But my see, people the, people, the people that are in charge now are from Germany, so yes. they don't even have a right to it. Right, right. That's the truth. They hunted my family. My family fled in Ireland to the south and eventually to America and changed the name of our last name and the spelling to From hide Neil in to O'Neill. Yeah. It was O'Neill when we got here and they changed it to Neil and changed the spelling to an English spelling, N-E-A-L. Okay. And that's what it was for two, three generations. And then I changed it back to the spelling that my great-great-grandfather had when he got here. Your great great grandfather, yeah, great great grandfather, yeah, two, two greats, yeah. My father, my oh. grandfather, my great grandfather, and then his father. He, his father was the first one who showed up. Yes, he was. He they showed up, and then my no no like so it's not two greats, it's great no grandfather, yeah, great, and then great, yeah. So two greats. My great grandfather made it out here to California, and that's where the DNA for the Native American got mixed in with our with our family. Uh, because he he married an Irish woman who came right off the boat, but his son, my grandfather, married a woman who was half Native and half German. Okay. That's how I got the DNA of Native American. That's what Ooh. gave me that. My father's a quarter, and I'm a half of that, which is an eighth, so I'm like 5%, something like that. <laughs> you know, um, I, I got no, I, even though I lived in a state that was the last territory, actually it was the 49th state, uh, and it was the where the all the Indians were shoved into, um, and so yeah, I learned a lot about you know the the walk of tears. Uh, it was thousands of miles that people had to walk, and the people actually died. Yeah. The trail of tears. Thank you. That was it. 
Uh, why? Because they had to leave their homeland. They were forced by an invading army to leave their homeland and go to some barren, desolate. And they did, it was like the it was like the Bataan March in Japan or in the Pacific. They were marching them on purpose, hoping most of them would die before they reached Florida. That's where they put them all. They shoved them all into Florida. After they shoved them into smaller places and they pushed them as far as they could, except for the ones that were out here in the West, like the Apache and the Anasazi and the Hopi and, and all that. And they they, kept, they kept pushing and kept pushing and kept pushing. And see, that's the thing. And they tried to fight back. But the system is so prevalent and everything else. So that makes me think about we want to create these vacuums within the system, these little communities. But what prevents them from doing what they did to Waco? Right. Right. And, and that's the difference between being subjective <laughs> and objective. If you're subjective, you allow things like Waco to happen to all of us. If you're not, you don't allow that to happen. And when yeah, something but, like uh, that happens, you have a, you, the people uprise and let the government know that that is wrong and we refuse. The, the reason that the nobody did that because media happened. told them that it was OK. Yes, January 6th happened because everybody was subjective. And they, they listened to the media, and the media said these people did something illegal when they were just taking selfies. They didn't do anything illegal. The people who did something illegal, this will be bore out in history. The people who did something illegal were mm. sent there. They are agents of the federal government, sent by the federal government to, to incite a riot. So uh, a, certain, a certain guy called Epps is actually filmed in multiple stages trying to induce people to go in. He was an FBI informant. Um, you know, so they induced this thing and the Capitol Police actually opened up the doors. But I don't want to say too much because um, right. I don't want to take your shit down because my <laughs> my stream from last week was taken down was taken because down. we had somebody talking about um, they hit I the algorithm and let it run. That's what it, happened. Hit, it hit the algorithm and I got a strike and I can't do anything for a week. I had so, to be back. It usually happens on my YouTube channel every November or December. Because they don't want me telling people what's going on during that time of the year. They do it to me every yep. year. Uh, and yep. they go after me for stuff that happened a year prior. It's not like it's just, something I just posted. It's always something that I did a year ago. Uh, so they, they, I, they It caught me by surprise because I, I got my warning like the day after the, the video edited. All right. Yeah. So, okay, I got the warning. Yeah. My first strike was a week afterwards. And actually, it was after the episode that I uploaded the live from yesterday. After the live, I got the email going, oh, the, by the way, last week. It's off and you're down for another week. So I'm thinking what was December and had me down all the way through January until mid February before I could go back live on YouTube, which then in March they deplatformed me because I deplatformed them. I took away all their rights to have all the information that they were keeping on me that my anti malware told me about. <laughs> and and because of that, they said that I they violated no. their their terms of agreement. I was like, because their, their terms are, their terms of agreement are that you will allow them access to absolutely everything. That's their terms of agreement. Yep. So since you did not allow them access to everything, they said, "Fuck you! You can't give our shit either." Right, right. And so I was like, "Ooh, you told me." Oh, oh wait, I have another email. You don't even know it's mine. <laughs> That's the way it rolls. But see, in order to prevent all that, we have to have our own personal backups. Agreed. It's just the thing that annoyed me because I, I, I hadn't, I hadn't downloaded hard drive. That, that's alive. I hadn't downloaded it yet, so I don't have access to I that last video. Do it. As soon as the live is over, I download it. Even from here, from Streamyard, which I pay to keep, uh, uh, you know, fifty hours backlog, I still download it and uh, to my hard drive, and then I put it on my MP3 file podcast, so it's immediately backed up again for the world to hear uh, that's out there. 
for the world. I need to learn and start to do that, but it also is time consuming and things that I haven't gotten into yet. Uh, it is when you have this, if you have the good thing about StreamYard is that when you're done broadcasting, you can go and download the MP4 file. If you're if you're if you're paying, and I don't pay, I, I use StreamYard for and free. If you're not, you just need to get a program that you can convert your files from MP4 to MP3, and then you can go to your channel if you broadcast it on YouTube or Facebook. You Facebook. can download you can, it off both those. Facebook platforms. is a lot easier. I downloaded all those, Facebook's and 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 I downloaded I downloaded from YouTube about twelve of my episodes, but I was that was episode eighteen, so I hadn't downloaded in, in a month or so, yeah. and takes you know, longer on YouTube than it does on Facebook. But still, it didn't take that long. Um, but but it was, um, I don't know. And I'm also running out of memory, and I just saw that today, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, I, I am too on this computer, and I have a shit ton of memory, so I'm going to have to get an external hard drive. No, I do. I, I had, yeah, exactly. I have to get an external as well. And But I don't have money for any of that shit because uh, shit's They're not tough. that expensive these days. I was, yeah, I, was I know. You know, you can get a terabyte for under 50 bucks these days, 30, 40 dollars. There in the U.S., not necessarily here. Uh, uh, and I had, and I had, see, I, I just got for 50 bucks, I got 250 uh, gigs, gigs, a quarter, a quarter tera. And uh, I replaced a hard drive that had half a, half a tera. Uh, and I have a backup that's a tera, but because of the humidity, I'm afraid the majority of that shit ends up getting moldy and, and basically get, right. gets corrupted. Yeah, you know, right? So you yeah. lose all that shit anyway. And when I was trying to download from the computer to that backup drive, that takes for fucking ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're trying to – if you're, yeah, it, it's easier to put it onto a hard drive and transfer it to the – to the external hard drive than it is to try and download it for to the external Do hard drive. directly to exactly yeah. and so that I, I lost patience for that but for yeah, that i leave myself i leave myself down. exposed you know if i get taken down i got none of my content and i need really need to upload that to rumble i started off on rumble so i've got all my original facebook uh things on facebook oh, and go. rumble um but after i went over to jacob's channel where i met you I right. stopped doing anything on, on Rumble. With Jacob, I found out that YouTube got a lot more people. And so, yeah, right now yeah. I've got a lot more people on YouTube than what I do over on Rumble. Well, that's but I just do, like, throw Rumble look, up. You know, that channel on YouTube had more content than anywhere else. Like my MP3 file uh, only has, I think, 200 or 300 episodes instead of 600. Uh, it's, but my Facebook page has every show. 600 I've ever episodes. God, if I get to 100 episodes, I'm lucky. I have 24 yeah, that I did I, myself I, I plus 19 in my, right my now, group. On my MP3 file, I'm on episode 322. So on wow. my MP3 file out there to the world, there's 322 episodes. And, and that's half of what I had and what I've actually done in the last five. I'm on year, I'll be on year five in June. This is season four. It's actually season five because I'm on year four going into year five. Yeah, I see. I, I don't have that much. My problem is that I don't have that much content. My, my whole thing was, yeah, okay, I'm going to produce content. What am I going to produce? I mean, I'm, I'm watching Mark Fugel right now, and I've got other people that are doing their little yeah. conversations and that sort of thing. But con producing actual content that people are going to be willing to listen to, you know, what are you going to bring – I've had people ask me that too, because I've had people just literally just the other day on Monday offer me to go to work for them, right? And literally to make a lot of money. And I and I am contemplating and I had to contemplate, right? What's happening is I can make money, but I have to give up the the message to make money. 
True. You don't make money at this message that we're that we're putting out to the world. It's really hard to make money at this unless that's, that's not our focus. Right, because that's not our focus. The focus is the message, right? So you so you Absolutely. have to either stay with the message and say, no, 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 right? Because the, the truth is this. I just had this conversation with Mandy afterwards, and I said, look at all of the prophets throughout time. Those people lived in tatters. Jesus wore, he didn't wear a million-dollar robe like the Pope does. Nope. Jesus wore the same clothes everybody else wore, and he ate the same food everyone else ate, and he took charity, and he lived wherever they could live. Because hey, his message was more important. He went to he right. the tax collector was up in the trees and he said, "Come down from there." By the way, I'm having dinner at your place tonight. Right. Right. So and so I said, "Who am I to think that I'm above those men, those prophets, to where I can charge money for the same message they were telling people for free? They gave their lives doing." Absolutely. Not for free. They gave their lives to it. You're absolutely right. right. And so so I, I can't do that. I can't try to charge money. But at the same time, I'm not a prophet or an apostle. Right. You know, now I, I read the red words and, and my savior is Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Jesus. Jesus is Lord. And and they tried to take down in 1996. They tried to get me to eliminate my screensaver on my computer while I was on break. Right. Smoking a cigarette, 10-minute break, my my right, right? And I just had a screensaver to make sure that people didn't have access to my computer because then they would access, do my shit under my name and, and do all kinds of stuff. So protective thing, I've got a screensaver with a with a code to make sure people can't get in there. Right. The screensaver was simply Jesus is Lord bouncing around on the screen. Right. People got insulted by that. They wanted my passwords that they could take it away. I'm sorry. I'm not giving you by Then you have to eliminate your screensaver. Why not? I've got a Wiccan right behind me. I got a 40-year-old dude wearing, you know, hot pink shorts, you know, sitting in front of me. What's right. the problem with my message? Right. Right. Because and that was a nice right message. That they don't want people that was, to and that was in 96, man. Yeah. Welcome. That That's was the last year I was in the U.S. Well, see, that's why these days, that, that's why you, you hear me talk non-denominational, because the second you start saying Jesus, you get attacked. The second you say Mohammed, you get attacked. If, well, you, don't say any of these if you don't say any of the keywords that denote any kind of actual religion, then the algorithm doesn't care. And people don't care. They can't come at you if they have no target. They can't come at you and say, well, how dare you give people the way? Well, in that in that case, um, and and God was telling me today, <clears throat> blessed are those that, that suffer in my name, right? So yeah, Jesus is Lord, and if you don't like that, fuck you. Um, that's your way. You can choose right. that, and you can well, test the great filter and find out if your residence is going to go. That's okay. You can do you. you. you say a religion that triggers the other people's programming. It's not a religion. Their religion. But it's not a religion. Yes, it is. As soon as you say Jesus, everyone who has a religion in their mind sees you as their enemy. Well, because their religion is... tells them you're evil. It's well, just then... like when I say I'm Catholic, my brother, who's a Christian, says, oh, Catholics, they worship idols. No. Well, they, they worship saints like gods. See? No, they don't. They venerate well, someone who did something and performed miracles, and they call them a saint okay. because However, they have done holy that's, that's, things. That's, that what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Because Jesus himself, read the red words. 
there should be no is, denominations. When, when I'm talking Jesus, about, yeah, I, I get that. Jesus, all the Jews go, K -k 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 -k. and all the all, and every single Muslim goes. K -k 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 -k. How? And I've had people say to me, "Well, you you were brought up as a Christian. How is it that you then can look at?" the doctrine of all the stuff around the world without looking at it through Christian eyes. Yeah, hold on. There's a difference between the religion and following Christ. I know that. The religion that, has been deterred. You have to understand that if if ever it's only common. I, I yeah, but I do understand that, but I also understand a higher vibrational reality, which means that if they've got a problem with Jesus and they got a problem with me because of Jesus, and they got bigger fucking issues that they got to deal with. Leave me the fuck alone. Okay, so see, here's the difference. I am going after everyone. Do you understand? And I'm yeah. pandering, and I'm pandering by not using a name, because pandering. what I'm doing is I'm reaching into their religion and I'm pulling them into their own spirituality. True. What you're doing is you're you're being an adversary. You know you're doing it. You're doing yeah. it on purpose. You're saying, I choose Jesus. If you don't like that, you have the problem. You also have the problem because yes. you're being an adversary. You're setting Ab yourself up as a combatant on purpose, all saying, all I believe that my way is right. And if you don't like it, you have all kinds of problems. And they're saying to you, I believe my I've got, way is my right. right. And you've got, got all kinds of Exactly. And, and that it was it was just a mirroring thing, basically what it was. was but because the red words but see, I the red words actually tell us. You know that I'm a but, Christian minister. You know but, I was part of the re, but, but the but reality of the red words. Set yourself free from. I get that. that. However, Leo, Leo, the religious connotations are always going to be there because people have that dichotomy and that division already preset you know, in their minds. The program. Yeah, however, I'm not going to do all that. Inclusive. Yeah, how, yeah, all inclusive is the Baphomet as well. That's one of the things that concerns me. It's now, the, the same. same have to understand that when you look at all of the scriptures and you take Jesus's name out and you input Marduk, it's the same character. If you take Marduk out and you input uh, 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 Thor, it's the same character. It's the same savior character with a different name only because it was in a different place. And well, that's no, the no, name that they used for the, that the, the main The main thing that I want so to understand in my message, yes, for example, the message that I'm talking about usually, and you you see that it's the Tao. Why I have studied the Tao as well. Okay, the Tao. I also oh, saw that it broke down in very communal things. Judaism whenever I talk, whenever Hinduism. I talk about, whenever I talk about reading the word words, it's got nothing to do with religion. It's and it's nothing to do with you're wrong. No, because every single one of us, including myself, is fucked up and wrong, and that's the whole fucking point. That's because it's been fractured. And if you look at the scriptures, they're all telling the same story. That's the true story. That's the story that is the, that is the, the ultimate. The ultimate reality is that each one of us is responsible for our own actions. And we need to take responsibility for our own actions and try and treat others as we ourselves would be treated. Love thy right. neighbor as thyself. And my point here is, is I'm showing you that by being combative and saying i'm not i'm not I being I wasn't. Jesus, if you don't like it you have a problem well, that's, see, the thing that's is, setting up the the adversarial uh I, I, that is that was that was that was a defense of the adversarial thing that you said if you choose jesus then you've got a problem and my response to that is i'm sorry that's my choice 
And that's what, that's what allows me to try and be as good of a person that as I can, try and be merciful to others, try and be kind to others. If you have a problem with my mercy and kindness, I'm sorry. There are bigger issues that you have to deal with. I'm not you know, worrying with you. I agree you. with you because their religion has indoctrinated them to be that way towards you. Exactly. So if they are combative, right? if they are combative, the first step of avoiding a trap is knowing of its existence. So I'm aware that those triggers are there. That's just like talking to a woman. There are certain words you don't use because you know that they're triggers. So if you well, use see, them, uh, you're only trying to hurt their feelings and get the same reaction. No, no, no. It's, it's, yeah, I, I understand that. But sometimes we'll hit those triggers to get them to understand that they need to reduce their triggers. I don't believe that's necessary. True. I, I understand that. I don't However... I, I, I also believe that I will not negate or deny him in any way, shape, oh, no, no, I or agree with form. You. I agree with you. When it comes down to that and someone says, do you believe in Jesus? Absolutely. Someone says to me, do you believe in God? You're Wiccan. You can't believe in God. I'm like, where does it say that Wiccans don't believe in a God? <laughs> in fact, the Wiccans believe in more gods than you think. right? So, they, they, And if you talk to Wiccans and someone says, well, you can't believe in Jesus because you're Wiccan, that's not part of the Wiccan religion. never has been. It's inclusive. It allows you to, to pray to whoever you want to pray to. That's like saying the Knights of Columbus, who I've been knighted by, and they hate the, the Freemasons. And I'm like, why do you hate the Freemasons? Well, they allow people to join them because of, they don't care what religion or no religion. And I'm like, oh, so they're all inclusive, and they believe that all people are created equal, and all people should have the right to love and have their own path, and it should be, it should be something that we should venerate in them by, making the, by allowing them to have their own choice of religion. So you hate them for that? <laughs> no, no. See, I, see, I, I would have to change the the reasons for disliking uh, the Masons because right. I dislike the Masons for very real reasons. Because uh, under nothing to do with religious connotation, right? It's got to nothing to do with connotation. It's got to do with the control yeah. and and their right. their want to absolutely dominate everything, which goes against the basic credence of. Individual liberty, in individual respect, consciousness. I agree with you and would say they need to be stopped from doing <clears> that. <throat> they're a secret society and they're trying to control the world. I agree. But not to say we don't like them because of their religious no, choices. No, 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 no. See, you that's know? why I said nothing. It has absolutely nothing no, no, to do I'm with your the religious beliefs. I'm talking about the Catholics as a whole. Roman Catholics hate them because oh, yeah. of their religious uh, ideology. And that's all when they should be for they, their control and their secrecy. And because they all... Because the Catholic Church also wants control and secrecy and everything else. You have, you uh, have conflicting ideologies where they both want total dominance of the world. And they're exactly. right. Yeah. And Jesus That's didn't want total That's why but I, see, I Jesus didn't that. want total dominance of the world because you know, whenever they ask him, Oh, this could be yours. All Who's that the dominance is the religion of evil. Exactly. All that, I want the power exactly. and I want money is evil. Exactly. Yeah. He was there going, Look, each individual is sovereign. Yep. You can't judge somebody else because you're just as much of a piece of shit as what they are. That's right. That's so right. he who is without sin cast the first stone. Right. Guess what? what? Nobody right. picked up a stone because we're all fucked. And if we realize that individually we're screwed and we got things that we got to work on, then you work on yourself and you stop trying to work on somebody else. See, and that's why what you just said, I wish I would hear in a church. But you don't hear that very often. Uh, and some of the newer churches that are a little more evangelical – they talk like that now. Uh, where you go to a Catholic church or a Christian church, any Christian church, you don't hear them telling you that from what Jesus said. But that is the lesson. 
that people need to understand from what he said there, judge, not lest ye be judged. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. That's what that means. What you just said. I wish yeah. more clergy would tell people what it actually meant when he said that. But and they, they don't, don't the because detail. they're only following. I, I was remember I, I was going to be a, a pastor. Uh, I studied in the seminary for a year. And yeah, people are boring and they had less exciting Friday and Saturday nights and that sort of thing. Right. But also they're they're delving into the eccentricities of each text was destroying the Bible for me because it was no longer inspired. It was a result of the anthropological situations and sociological yeah. situations of the time frame in which the writer was living in. And Absolutely. it influenced his writings in this situation and that situation and everything else. And when it wasn't see, a voice. Uh, that was hard for me, too. That was, that was the beginning for me. But the thing that actually killed it. That? It changes but, your perspective of the entire. But the thing that killed it for me that I went back to Mexico City in, in the church where I was baptized in, and they knew that I was doing the seminary and, and that sort of thing, and we were short of a of pastor and that yeah. sort of thing. And so they allowed me, not the sermon, but I was allowed to take on the majority of um, the, the mass, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I would go through uh, the things, and it's all in the book, and it's yeah. all written. And all of a sudden, I was going through, and after, at the end of that Sunday, I'm like, this is theater. This is theater. I said exactly what was written. I went, and you go from step, step yeah. one to step two to step three to step four. And everything's and time. You're doing, and and you doing say that makes you sound smart. Is just and you're doing a walk. And people yeah. actually, you know, uh, praised me because there were parts that are supposed to be sung. The majority of preachers are afraid of their voice, so they don't right. sing them. Right. And so they just say them, and people missed yeah. it after a while. But I was trying to be chanting. authentic. If you're Roman Catholic, you guys out there understand the chanting uh, that what that they still do, in some places and in Latin. And so some some of those, Spanish. yeah, some of those were were you know uh, there. And I remember I missed that. And so when I was doing it, I actually chanted it out and sung it out, and yeah. people actually enjoyed that. But at, at the same time, at the end of the day, I realized this is all theater. Yep. And that at that point, God told me. Better. God like told me that you can actually be a missionary in English, you know, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, the way it was written, originally written. It doesn't sound as good as when you say an omnipotri, a fili, a spiritu sancti. It just mm. doesn't sound the it, same. It wasn't, it, it wasn't that. It, it was there's another phrase, and I need to, to pick up my uh, my Lutheran hymnal to actually know what, what the phrase was. Right? Uh, but it's something like um, Taking the the blood and the wine and and do this in remembrance of me versus right. taking the blood and the wine. Right. I, I appreciate you. That you would say, you would say, taking the blood of Christ. Exactly. And, and so and drinking I would I would the blood do that. Wine. Yeah. And because the resonance go, is a difference. It makes a difference, and it makes it better. Because now um, you're putting, I'm getting chills. I'm getting gooseys just saying that. Because you're putting your voice now. It's not just written. You're not just it's saying it. It's the resonance. It's and the tones. And you remember the tone that you sang it in. Yes. You didn't invent those notes. You remembered them from that time. I did. When I sang that to you, it was exactly the way that we did it then when it was done. And I and I that's what's funny. You realized it because you went, ah, I remember that. Because that's the way it was, right? And but it's it's the tone, and now there's more magic to it. Even though it's theater, now you're that's why they chanted in in Latin because it resonates, inside. it resonates inside. Agreed. It's not just mental; it's yep. corporeal. 
Yep. Okay, but that was lost because they're focused on the theater. Yep. They're focused on, you know, yep. blah, blah, blah. You'll be happy. You'll be successful. Give us right. some money. You know, when you, when and, you hear uh, another one I need a new Cadillac. I always resonated with was when when the the priest is saying and and then he died for our sins on the cross, right? But then when the person's sitting there going, and then he died on the cross for our sins, and he resonates that, right? And you're just like when you're in there and you hear that, and it's reverbing and it's through echoing this, through that huge <laughs> it's so building that and he died for us on the cross. Acoustics. That sounds so like worth nothing but that resonation of that you know what i mean and then and then and then chanting instead of saying uh you know in nomine patri affiliate spiritu sancti chanting that as well Exactly. It, <laughs> and that's the way, and you, and you know, you hit the same tones. You know exactly what I know. And because you've been there, you've heard it, you've done it. It's different. I see yes. it, people don't, they, they, they've dumbed down so much of the mass these days that people don't understand what it is they're missing. Yeah. Agreed. It, because it, it becomes this, this more uh, yeah. corporeal reality. You're connected to this higher resonance and everybody's well, in your own head. When you're singing it, it resonates through your skull. And you hit the om in those chants. Oh. And so, see, that's also what the Buddhists do. I yes. mean, I was watching Seven Years in Tibet the other day. Um, you know, uh, Ariel actually allowed me to to choose the movie, so I chose Seven Years in Tibet. Right. Um, why? Because I wanted to teach a message. Yeah. Because the guy went in there all completely arrogant and full of himself that he, he could sure conquer the biggest height and in the biggest peak, and and he yeah. was the man, and. He yep. came out crying to a seven-year-old who told him, no, I don't consider you my father. I am not your son. Yeah. I was a lesson for you to learn. And I thank you for being here, but you need to continue your journey. Right. <laughs> right. You know, and they did that in, if you watched uh, Stargate SG-1, the, the TV series that was spawned from I remember Stargate. that one. Uh, eventually, when um, when uh, uh, Doctor Jackson was trying to go back after his wife who had gotten taken, they they ran into their version of the Dalai Lama, and it was okay. a little boy. Do you remember? And the things that that little child said to Daniel and to everyone was just amazing. If the Dalai Lama actually spoke like that, <laughs> that's the Dalai. That's what it's what it's supposed to be like. Uh, and when they did that, they did it for a purpose, the same thing. There was a journey that he needed to go on to understand what was happening, uh, even though his wife was taken by a parasite, uh, you know, that was living that, inside. That's also that, that movie about time travel to where, you know, the guy's wife was was mugged and she was killed. And he spent years developing a time machine to go back in time to save her from being killed. And every right. time he went back, she died in a different way. Why? Because way. if she didn't die, he wouldn't have focused on building the time machine. So right. it was impossible in he his timeline. Yeah. Exactly. Until yeah. he went up and, wow, they destroyed the moon. Um, and we're yeah. about to do that. Yeah, almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? That gets mm. kind of scary when you think about that paradox and where and, we're and then And then we think about the Mordocks and, and the ones that were, you know, the, the brainstem that went down to here. And then you had yeah. the beasts that came up and, and took the you know, the, the woke people that thought that everything was peaceful and at night they'd get bad dreams and all of a sudden 
because you're the next one on the menu, motherfucker. That's why you're having bad dreams, yeah, bitch. It was like in the time machine, the, the book that became the movie in the world. <laughs> and the bell would ring or the, the sirens would go off and all the pretty people walked inside because they were the food. <laughs> exactly. They yeah. were the food. They were the food. Um, and But they think that everything's peaceful until they get yeah. eaten alive. Well, they redid that movie with uh, with uh, Ewan McGregor and um, uh, and what's her name? Uh, uh, I can't think of her name right now. I can see her face. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, where they were, they, you know, it was kind of like uh, there was another movie that was similar to Wait, that. That was The Island, wasn't it? Yeah, that was The Island. And that was just like uh, Logan's Run. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was the same period. Where he found out that he was a clone destined to die. Yeah, that he was he was made an arrogant fucking rich guy. When the real guy needed them, yeah. And so For he was an arrogant fucking die. rich guy who was when a drunk and a motherfucker. Island, that was when you got your you were actually killed in whatever the, the person needed. Oh well, he got his lottery ticket. Well, yay! You're that dead, just meant that his, his uh, person his, his number uh, was needed called. a kidney or needed a heart or needed some transplant that he was the uh so, he was the 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 you know the the one who was uh, growing it for that person to have and so his absolutely. life was worth it yeah and so exactly. that was the, that was that whole uh thing that was the same as logan's the run of the he went on the run with her yeah i never uh, i never yeah. watched logan's run because i only watched a couple of it and i, I yeah, was like logan's run, the, the whole theory of that was the ecosystem only worked uh with the amount of people that they had so you had this thing on your hand that was a, a light uh, it was a light, little light bulb and it was green when it turned red that meant that your time was up and that you had to go to renewal and basically you were in this arena and the arena would become weightless and it would lift you up and when you got up to the top uh the the lasers would kill you and just annihilate you and just and you would explode and you would die and that would be the end of you but everyone believed that they would go to heaven then they went to renewal they would be reborn again because they had a certain amount of people that they had to have on a planet the ecosystem only worked for the certain amount of people in the yeah yes logan's run i didn't need that i guess i need to watch that it's a good Um, movie and Logan yeah. realizes it because they changed. What happens is a religion starts and the computer wants to understand the religion. And so Logan becomes the sacrificial lamb. He gets his hand, his, he gets accelerated to his 33rd year when he's only 28 because oh. they want him to go on the run to find the religion. He's a Sandman. Sandman puts you to sleep. Okay. So their Mr. job Sand- is to hunt anybody that goes on Mr. the run. Sandman, right? Tell me <laughs> your, dreams. your dreams, right? Exactly. So the Sandman are the people who hunt. So he becomes on the run, Logan's run, and Logan goes on the run and meets these people who got away and they're living underground in the maintenance portion of the ecosystem. After their green lights turned red. Yes, and they're breeding and having children. So there's kids that don't have the thing that are living there. Oh, so they start, yeah. So they have their okay. own little ecosystem, and they're live, living. See, that's what we there. need to start outside the system. Yeah, and that's the whole dichotomy of that storyline is explaining that to get outside the system, it, that was if you look at that Logan's Run and everything that happened there, it's the Matrix. Yes. See, and it's the reality we're living in today. And it's the reality we're living in today. So the whole thing was to teach you how to escape the fake reality that everybody was stuck in, that there's a complete world outside because of that, that reality. reality only because wants to kill you. Yes. The reality yeah. that we live in today only once wants to once kill you. Alive only to serve. And when your service is done, they want you dead. Well, actually right now they're getting robots to do everything that we do. So in the end, 
uh, we are extraneous. We are eaters and breeders, and it is better for us to be That's gone. why they're changing what a woman is to a breeder or a breastfeeder. That's yep. what they're telling people. To, to minimize so that no woman minimize. wants to actually be a mother. Right. Because, oh, my God, no, I don't want to be a breeder. Right. You know, I want to be a powerful woman that's in control of everything, else, right. no family, no friends, no anything else. But I've been You're trying to downsize uh, the ecosystem just like they did in Logan's Run, just like they did in The Matrix. And the and if you look at the temporal war and you go forward in time to the nefarious side, there's only about 550,000 people on the planet. And mostly and they're mostly Borg, kind of like Borg. They're part A.I. Mostly yeah, that's, that's, probably that's, all the whole, that's the reality that is the temporal war. And then if you go down the other side, you know, we have a population of, of 10 billion people living on this planet and we've solved the problems of renewable food sources and energy sources. And we no longer are charge. We eating, are we eating it. bugs? <laughs> yeah, right. By eating. Yeah. By doing like uh, Bill Gates is saying and creating a bacteria and turning it into everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, soy, which is why he's one of the biggest farmers on the U.S. now, because, you know, yeah. A guy who who copied computer systems is a great. Yeah, they had him on CNN uh, with uh, what's his name. Um, so he's going to be a great farmer, and and he's a great doctor too, right? Yeah. Uh, I I remember his his uh, medical degree, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bill Gates yeah. has a really significant medical degree in medical history. Deck box. Yeah. <laughs> he has none. He has paid none. billions of dollars to have influence. Period. The end. Right. Yeah, yeah. Having having a, a honorary uh, degree is not a degree, <laughs> right? All right, brother. I got to run. It's seven three hours. Five. You're actually an hour over what you uh, said you were going to do. Right? I was uh, but tonight was a good hour. show, and thank you much, brother. I appreciate you. All right, guys. We'll see you guys. I'll be back on Friday, uh, right? On a ride. I'll be Rising. in the chat with you, and I'm sure that Mike will be in the chat, right? So uh, we'll be we'll be back live on Friday again. Uh, and uh, uh, I might not be on Tuesday. I might be later on on Tuesday, or maybe I'll do my show on Thursday because I'm banned on YouTube for a week. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so who knows when Mike will be back on YouTube? See, that's why I I, I pay. Uh, stream yard because I can I can stream to three places. So if if I get banned from YouTube, I just do see, three other see, places. See, I could actually I could actually stream to Facebook, but I'm embarrassed to actually put my face out there because um, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm 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 too I'm too woo woo for my family to be honest with you. <laughs> I, you know what? No one in my family watches my show, and no one in my family has me on their friends list except for my sister and my nieces. So like my brother, uh, you know, and there's half of my family that. They're like, yeah, you talk about some crazy stuff I can't be associated with. That's on you, buddy. And, you and I'm, do like, you. Really? I'm like, wow, that's crazy because <clears throat> I talk about ascending back to the source and becoming spiritual. And my brother's a Christian minister. And I'm like, and you can't handle that? Well, my wife, she has, you know, oh, so your wife has a job that Christianity is not conducive with. I'm like, all right, you, how's that working out for your, for your ministry? Christian minister. Yeah, it is <laughs> yeah. what it is. It's separate. Um, it's separate. She only goes to church on holidays. She doesn't go. My brother goes three days a week, and he and he actually has a, a course. Yeah, but they're two different lives. But at the end of the day, he answers. They have two different lives, but at the end of the day, he answers to her. Agreed. Because she gives him something that he wants, yeah. uh, which is right. physical and no right. longer everything which else. Is about, is just a which is about that big. <laughs> and and it's and it's and in reality, all his other stuff is just theater. Because he doesn't really right. Because as a, as a guy, let's be serious. You know that's that factors into most people's lives, and you'd be surprised most. as a man what you'll do for that little piece of patch of of wool. 
<laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, but that's another story for another episode. Was it Rick Chris Rock that said that? Right. I I don't know, but Chris Rock just got the shit slapped out of him by uh, Will Smith. Brother, now now you have to remember that Chris Rock is one of nine. Yeah, seven. I thought. Well, the reason I said that nine because that's what his brother said. There are eight more of us. Oh fuck! All right. And he says this shit ain't over. He said my brother was passive. We ain't. He said he said that's how we do it. He said you take on. Our family, one, all of us, everybody. He said, So, Will Will Smith just bought a battle. Yeah, this shit ain't over. He just said that the other day. My sister was telling me about it. She said, I'll send you the video. So, yeah, he came out. One of his brothers came out. Please please send me that video. That would be interesting because it's like, yeah, he slapped him down on national television, globally televised. And they're like, Yo, bitch, fuck you. And it still didn't do anything for their ratings. No, I mean that, the show, but no one still watched it. They had less than the Oscars years. are dead. Two hundred yeah. million people watch that globally. Anyway, it's nothing. It's the right. lowest ratings ever. Yeah. Go take care of your mom. Thank you very much, Leonard. I appreciate it. Skull Island. It rocked tonight. Oh, three wow. hours. Holy shit! Yeah, three hours, baby. Look out. <laughs> All right. Peace out, everybody. Peace.